All right, let's do a show. Full time. We're doing a show. John Huck. Oh, it's too low. You hate that. Have we ever confirmed? Have you have you ever been to the Hollywood Hotel? Is there a Hollywood Hotel? Yeah, yeah, I've been. The Tower? Yeah, the, the, the Tower of Terror at uh, the Hollywood Tower of Terror? No, no, no. The is Holly- there one? The Hollywood Hotel is at, uh, well, at least it used to be called the Hollywood Hotel. All right, welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. My name is Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. Keep going. Who else is on this showground? Wh- Jen Murphy. Hey, Jen. Hey, Eddie Pence. Oh, Look at that. wait. Eddie's here? Eddie's here. I didn't see you on the couch. I haven't been on the show uh, since you guys did the year interview last year, and I got I got to listen to you guys talk for an hour. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? That was amazing. <laughs> I think I think people were like, you know what? I really think well, Eddie did a great job of listening that episode. I think that was some of the feedback. Well, we no, got. John and I, one of our tests where we wanted to know if we could, what our show would be like in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, yeah. And, good. Uh, good. I thought it went well. I think it went well. Do you remember Alan? Well, so well, we never did that again. No, you never did that again. Do I was guys, never asked back to listen. Do you guys remember Alan Havy's show? Uh, where he had the audience of one. It was like the late night. He was like a late night talk show host. But he had, he had the audience of one. Was it Alan Havy or did Zach Galifianakis did one of those too? No, Alan Havy. Well, Alan Havy did it first. Uh oh! Sure. Is this? A, it, oh, I think we just got ourselves uh, a Hollywood riff. Yeah. I, I, Who did it first? I don't think so. Accusations. Be careful. Yeah. I don't, I don't Big time accusation there, John. I don't, I don't know if it's an accusation as much as it is. Fact. You can go ahead and fact. tell your uh, fact. Headphones now. Mr. Strike them. Should we strike them? That's Hollywood terms. Oh yeah, good call. Strike your headphones. The funniest everybody. use of that term I ever saw was Fred Willard in. Uh, <laughs> Jen's like, should I take them off? I don't know. Well, if you guys don't take them off, then he'll be <laughs> I weird. have to keep my headphones on because I'm the guy He's that does everything. He's got to monitor here. the sound. Then you won't, you won't be able to hear me. Yeah, uh, you guys are all fine. Just make sure that you don't oh, wait, talk you away. you will because you have the headphones Leave on. them on. Just leave them on at this Tonight point. on How to Do a Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my microphone seems heavy. It is. So you need, this you need is a stand, Jen. Is yeah, that your deal? I need you a mic stand. By the way, this so the, <laughs> formatically for our show, it's going to be a little bit different. In the fact that it's more of a just a group of people now, we're, we're kind of moving away. I mean, we'll still have guests. I, I'm, we're going to work on some call-ins. By the way, one of the call-ins we're working on, just so you guys know, is um, I had somebody contact. I made a reference to a gerbil in a tube, and Richard Gear and somebody contacted me. Said I used to work with him back when that really when that whole myth and the thing. I was like, oh, dude, you got to come on and tell us like what's up. I mean, you you know what I'm talking about, John? Yeah, that was like in the 80s or something. Was it the 80s? That's, when, that's like late 80s. That's, that's after Pretty Woman, started. right? Started, yeah. Well, after Pretty Woman, well, it was early 90s. When was Officer and a Gentleman? 70s. 63. Did that have something to do with 60. it? 63. What? <laughs> I don't know. These are all wrong. Which version? 70s. Uh oh, we was got that, a film. Was that up 70s? Here. No. Officer and a Gentleman. Wasn't late it? late 70s or early 80s. Early yeah. 80s. This is a podcast about Hollywood. We don't know. Well, no, we're anonymous. That's oh. this is proving why we don't we don't <laughs> succeed, not, idiot. No one is claiming idiot. I just called you idiot. <laughs> that that works. Perfect. That works. I'll just but listen. anyway, just stuff like that. And I forgot to tell you, John. I got um, uh, uh, Louise Post, aka Louise Parker, who is from uh, Veruca Salt. Um, she was available during our downtime, so we'll try to get her back as well. Mm. I, I'm fast. Well, you know, because I worked in radio, I'm fascinated. There it is. <laughs> Ding. Does that happen every episode? Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Fill us in on your inside jokes. What, is this the quickest it's ever happened? Or is it no, happened no, I try to get to it as fast no, as No, Brian, sometimes you start the show going, hi, I'm, I, I worked in radio. I'm Brian. Speaking I worked of that. Radio. So I'm, I was fat. My whole thing is like, I don't fat. know what got. You're fat? I don't know what 
your first obsession was with like entertainment. People mine, who worked mine in radio. Was radio. My, mine was, 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 was Johnny Carson, like stand up, and the other one was radio. And like, and so, but there so, was very few bands that like really, really influenced me. Like when I actually got into music, like the police and U2 and stuff like that, I saw the police when they got back together, cried a little bit, not gonna lie to you. Wow. But then wow. I actually wanted to go see U2 is doing the Joshua Tree tour. Yeah. Wanted to go see it. Fucking cheapest ticket is two hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, Brian, Brian, Brian! Welcome to concerts, old man. You too. It's like you haven't been you haven't been around for a while, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not buying for one. No. That's the difference you, between me and you. Want to take you specifically? You want to take your kids too, or just, I, or just I, Natalie? I thought that would be kind of something that kind of you, you think know, your kids are going to like the Joshua Tree album. Or do they? It's all hits. Don't they like Skrillex? I, mean, I can play it's in that stuff. Yeah. No, meaning that like it's not some they've obscure heard right. They've heard band that I'm trying to force them to like. I think sure. they, they could. It's just act- some old fuddy duddy band you're trying to force. them Yeah, to like. you can't do four tickets at two sixty nine, no. dude. That's crazy. That's, I mean, that's one less trip back home. I bought. That's, that's serious money. That's a good thing though. Sometimes executive well, order, but also executive orders. Well, okay, uh, my I'm, first executive order is lower ticket prices to concerts. But but also I'm, I'm saying I'm not agreeing with any like you know that's a good thing sometimes but like what's wrong with taking a year off from going home to do something like that so that you can have that experience with your kids so you're saying ignore my family no i'm saying go home and see i'm saying saying go to the concert by yourself enjoy yourself (laughs) screw your family what would you what who would you go see and you'd be willing to pay a lot of money for it jen murphy i would pay that much for you too is is that one of your in my budget is that one of your favorite bands of all time though like you would i would pay that for the foo fighters Really, the Foo Fighters. You're wearing a Foo Fighter hat. You are so. wearing a Foo Fighter. I thought it was an Angels hat that whole time, a California Angels hat from back well, in the day. They, oh, it was California at Foo Angel Fight. Stadium, so they kind of put the logo on they tur- it, yeah, I they, guess. You yeah. saw Foo Fighters at Angel Stadium? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. When was that? Uh, last year. Oh, that's cool. Who, and did they pack anybody? it? Was it at the Angel Stadium? What? Did they pack it? Yeah. They right. did pack it. Okay. I didn't realize, yeah. and this is no slam oh, against Dave Grohl, those guys. I have no idea. I, I don't. Maybe You're I'm, so little, I'm out of touch. You're so Sorry. funny. You sound like Vince Neil. Why do they, those guys are still around? No, I didn't say it that <laughs> way. I know they're around. I just didn't realize that in between every other Red Hot Chili Pepper song that every radio station plays, that they could still maintain that level of. Oh, yeah, dude. They have, but but yeah. they, they don't rely. The thing is, I don't think Foo Fighters rely on that radio play at all, really. I mean,. They they have a, a super solid fan base. Yeah, you know they've been they've been building steadily in terms of the size of shows they do. Now they're doing full on. Like I believe they could sell out Angel Stadium. I believe they could probably sell out Dodger Stadium. Foo Fighters gets a lot of airplay though. They get as much as Chili Peppers. They do, but they don't. I don't think that's what. I mean, I I just don't know who's listening to the regular radio anymore. Do you know what I mean? So when you say well, you're airplay, a Pandora guy, right? I do. Yeah, I listen. Oh, you do, what you do you listen, listen to? When I drive. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I listen to Pandora in the car. I listen to Pandora at home. Well, I mean, eventually this is going to come to because every car, if you buy a car now, it's going to connect, right? Everything connects for the hands-free stuff. By the way, real quick, before I forget Dave Grohl, I do want to say something amazingly nice about that guy. That he's really hot? No. Previous guest. Yes. Previous guest, Jeff Castellez. Yes. We didn't talk about it on this show, but Jeff's son, Pablo, he died at age six of cancer. Um, and he God started, we didn't talk about that on well, the show. Well, but my point is, though, that, so he started the Pablo Foundation. But before he did that, when, when Jeff, um, when his son was dying, for the year that his son was dying, Jeff wrote this, this blog. He basically documented the kid's life, not realizing when he started the blog that his child was going to die. Um, and unfortunately, and fortunately, he created a lot of awareness. The blog was very popular. 
And Pablo's favorite band was the Foo Fighters. Aww. And at his memorial, Dave Kroll, I remember Natalie and I were standing in the back. He was packed. Dave Kroll just walks in with a guitar out of nowhere. Serious? Wow. Sits down and plays Everlong acoustically oh. the thing. Oh, and just dude. gets up and just leaves. Whoa. So I, oh my God. I think that guy's amazing, first off. The fact that he just did that. like un- And he didn't do it like he wasn't showboating. Right. Somebody had told him. That this kid, Jeff works in the music business, so it wasn't going to be that far-fetched that he would have found out about it. But the fact that he just grabbed wow. his guitar, showed up to the thing, played, Dude, and left. How could was, you keep it to... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I, I think the guy's amazing. Yeah, no, he's never done... Thanks for making me cry. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, he just... I just I, I think sometimes it's like oh you know he was part of Nirvana probably just a drug addict and he's also what? really funny no. as shit you know what I mean like Dude, oh, no I'm just saying it's just easy to pass judgment on people and but just not that that guy shit. is literally one of he's already become an iconic figure in rock and roll like he's he's that guy that can play with anybody and everybody loves him you know what I mean he was friends with Lemmy like those stories that he tells like actually if you can still watch Lemmy's memorial service on YouTube okay they live streamed it it was like three and a half hours long. And he got up and and told some really funny stories. Like everyone had some great shit to say because Lemmy was a, so uh, you know one of those human beings. He's just like, yeah, you're like you've lived. He lived 400 lives in those 70 years, but um, but he was David Grohl's like, yeah, man, I could I could hear this Motorhead being cranked from the from this uh, dressing room backstage. And I was like, oh my god, finally somebody else in the band. Because he was on tour with the Foo Fighters. He's like, somebody else in the band loves Motorhead as much as I do. And he goes in the back and he opens the door and it's just Lemmy. Standing there with a drink and a cigarette, leaning against the bar, listening to the new Motorhead album <laughs> at full blast in a room by himself. At least he loved his music. <laughs> yeah, dude, that That's was awesome. that was the funny part is that he did. He's like, "Yeah, we're awesome. This is good music." Like, <laughs> That's good. I don't listen to my comedy after I do it, and I'm oh, sure God, as hell no. don't ever listen to a podcast I've ever done. <laughs> How many did we do, Jen? Before this one, the Ian Bag show is probably a couple hundred. I never listened to any of those. What if it was like also you were like, "Oh my God, someone loves my podcast as much as I do," and you go back and just. <laughs> Eddie, listen, drinking tequila, listening to your podcast a full blast. Like, this is a good podcast. This is the best podcast. I thought That's you don't drink, good. Eddie. Uh, just when I listen to your I podcast. Just, I only, some people smoke when they drink. Eddie only drinks when he listens to Brian's old a podcast. very specific <laughs> podcast. That's what triggers it. So cool musicians. Right so Foo Fighters, that makes sense. That's good. Who would you pay a lot of money to go see? You probably already Pearl have. Jam. Pearl he Jam. Would pay a, he would pay Oh, a, Pearl Jam's a good one. Pearl Jam's great live. And that that's the one band though like of your whole entire life you would say that's that's the band that I, I if I hear No I I mean I've seen them like 8 times so it's not really it's hard to say like I wouldn't pay a lot of money to see a band I've already seen 8 times live I got to see that was when again I never mind when yeah. I was working in radio, that was I got, well. That was the only thing. What? They don't pay you All in real money. Roads lead they back don't to radio. pay you in money. They don't pay you in money. They pay no. you in concert tickets perks. and CDs. Perks, baby. So the I got perks I of got, working in radio. I got two nights back to back on the Vitality tour, uh, fifth row. Wow. Oh wow, that's sweet. See? And I working gotta, in I, radio, but here's pays my off. but so here's my take. I think close up is better. This is my personal opinion. Is better when it's hard hitting. Rock and roll music because the intensity of what's coming off the stage matters. I think if it's more acoustic, it's more chill, it's more laid back. I just don't think you're going to get that hit, that wall of intensity, especially if you're into the music. I think the the more 
the more um, I think intense the music is, I think the better it is to be super close. Yeah. Unless you're just up there to just stare at somebody, then then that's fine too, I guess. So if the cheapest tickets are like two sixty. If you buy those, you're going to be way up at the very top of the. Yeah, that's the thing. That's it's the right. when John and I went to the All Star game, we literally sat in the last row. We only paid like one something for those. Yeah, that was fun though. Still, no, it was man, great. That was awesome. It was totally great. But two sixty four times four. That's and what if my kids check out after three songs? That's the only problem. Like I did, I I kind of put up money to do like. We, I'm going to see Roger Waters, and whenever I do that, I'm like, I know a lot of people want to see Roger Waters that I know, and it would be nice if those we are all, expensive tickets, correct? We, it would be nice if we could all see the show together in some form. You know what I mean? So instead of hoping people get tickets, I'll try to buy tickets for everybody, and then just kind of like that'll pay for stuff that I do like. Like with Eddie, does a lot of editing for me. I'm going to take Eddie to Roger Waters. You, Ed, know what you I mean? just found out. Congratulations! No, no, he already, he already, he already knew. We went to Roger Waters like yeah. two years or three we, years we ago. Went to, we went to maybe the, uh, four years ago now. We went to the that like was the Coliseum. the Coliseum. Yeah, I saw that. That was the wall tour. I saw that. Uh, and we're sitting there going, we're watching it, and they're like they're building this massive wall during the concert because it's the wall tour. And these people are just sitting there on their iPhones recording it, watching it through their iPhones. And just, oh, like, so it was annoying. really frustrating. It's like, enjoy the moment you're really in. I really frustrated. And that, at that, so at that concert, they stopped the show. Remember that? The show starts, and there's supposed to be this plane that comes down and crashes into the wall at the very beginning during the first song. And uh, the plane was like caught on a hitch or something. It wouldn't come down. <laughs> and uh, finally, it came down late. And Roger Waters goes, nope, nope. No, nope. and we're like, "What is happening?" He goes, "Nope, stop. We're starting over." Everyone's like, "What?" He's like, "It's my show. We're gonna do it right." No, fuck that. Mushrooms? Uh, yeah, but that's not the point. The, <laughs> point, the, the point is, the point kidding. is, the point is, they took that. They took that. They took the plane back up, put the wall back up, and started the show over. Yeah. Build that wall. It Build was, that wall. A hundred thousand people. Build yeah, that we're wall. starting over. Yeah. Was that the time you Who were, put the wall up? Mexico. Uh yeah, is that the time you thought when because you were <laughs> you had a lot of mushrooms going on? You saw that guy down there. And you're like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, here? I thought my friends lived down there. <laughs> I was like, you guys, you guys live, you guys live down here. They're like, no. Like, I'm like, we're what are tailgating you doing before the concert. Like, we're his here friends to see the concert. I'm like, oh right, the concert. <laughs> what are you doing? But we had Eddie drive so I could drink and whatever. So, well, obviously you did more than that. It's not important. No, it is. I, here's my thing about the mushrooms. I've never done the mushroom things. I, I you <laughs> the mushrooms. Well, the, yeah, but you know what the kids do? The mushrooms. I'm no. I'm talking about mushrooms in general. Like I get why people do it. Yeah. But I don't understand when the right like people like so I just do it at home and then you see colors or something. I don't really understand what mushrooms do, but um, but I think going out in like like crazy scenarios, I could see that like being like a bad idea. Like you get paranoid. If if that's the type of like me. I think I think we talked about it in the show before. Like uh, I went, Keen took me to uh, like a Jimmy Kimmel once, and I some and, and somebody gave me some weed. And the next thing you know, I thought everybody in there was from my high school reunion. And I was like, this is a <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, how did they all get here? First why why all, would they choose Kimmel's green room? What an awesome high school! Where's your high school reunion? It's at the Kimmel green room. <laughs> Who else going? Just me and Keen. You went to high school with Keen? No, no. no but now, we're gonna be there. <laughs> Now you would think at that moment I'd be like, "Well, we need to catch up." Like I would just huh. start talking to people that I don't know. Why is no one wearing name tags? Like, so rude for my high school. I just panicked though. I, it was a complete. You're hugging like, people. Whoa. You look good. <laughs> but where you does lost that weight? But where does that come from? Like it was just weed. Like how did it get to oh, that it, point? It, you know what? It it can be it can be triggered by anything. Anything can be. You can have a bad experience. I think this goes drugs. This is, goes with alcohol. This goes with anything. You can have a bad experience if you. If the wrong things don't, you know, come into play somehow, it's it's all got to line up anyway for anything to be fun to begin with, whether you're sober or not. 
You know what I mean? Even if you go somewhere sober, shit has to line up in order for it to be fun. Otherwise, you're like, eh, this is all right. Fair enough. Speaking of fun, Jen, by the way, good, good point. Fun, Jen. Fun, Jen. Back from Vegas. Eight days in Vegas. <sighs> but see, no, okay, I, I've never done the Vegas thing comedically. I mean, I've, 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 I'm just a go in, go Eight out kind of guy. Days. I, every, but everybody <laughs> wants to go to Vegas, right? I would say if you, if no. you, if, if you pulled most people in America, they would want to oh, take at least wow. a trip to Vegas or whatever. I think until they get there, and then but, they're like, oh. But Vegas is kind of built for a short run, right? Like, like, in, yeah. like in life, it's like you go there for a sec and you do what you got to do and you get out. Yeah. Right. And I'm not. Time. I'm not trying to poo-poo. You went there, obviously. <laughs> Don't poo-poo to, anything <laughs> to, to work. But like, so you were there for eight days. Yeah. And what did you do? I spend a lot of time at the gym. I would Sorry. say. You know what? Do you uh, have to gamble there? Uh, I gamble. Can a you? Bit. My ears are going in. And then take. Yeah, just, then take, just them take them off. Take them off. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you. You're fine. <laughs> oh, My fun. ears are going in and out. <laughs> That's a disorder, and you should get that looked at. Uh, I did gamble. It's dangerous to be there that long. At the gym, just because you're bored, or just because it's super rich. Can you go walk, do like on a on a treadmill yeah. with a with a with a thing right in front of you, a slot machine? Yes. You can really. No. Oh, okay. That's a great idea, though. That's a terrible they idea. Should do Jim. that. No, they were you, you were at the Laugh Factory? Is that where you were? Yeah, it's the Laugh Factory. How many shows you did? Like it's like There's sixteen shows, shows or something like that. Seven nights. Jesus. Seven. 16 shows did you did you work out any new material and feel like this was and, and by the yeah. time you were done you're like there it is yeah, Jen's, it a, Jen's a real comedian she works while she's on stage it was a great week actually so okay. usually if I'm in Vegas that long I get depressed who are you with but this place was really cool uh, Ismo from Finland oh I don't know him <laughs> he won the one Laugh Factory's funniest person in the world contest in the world in the world mm-hmm. does Laugh Factory have something overseas too in the whole world I don't know, to me, that sounds like a Mr. Universe contest. Like, I think Earth is going to win. I don't know. <laughs> I think, well, I think they're trying to, um, you know, branch out. Like the NBA? Because there's, the there's not enough comedy. Yes, there's not. So now they have Ismo from Finland. Let's find more comedians. That's cool. That's how he said his name and made me laugh every time. <laughs> what was the average age of the people that you were? He was were... funny. Uh, there was a lot of young people, actually. It was a good crowd for Vegas. I feel like usually in Vegas, it's... It's iffy. It's very if like yeah. half the crowd likes you, and the other half doesn't. Or, or else there's only half a crowd because the rest like doesn't want to sit still and you know they're there to gamble and. Not. Well, for some reason, they seem to come from places where instead of laughing at people being different, they like take it really seriously. <laughs> they're like, "You're crazy." <laughs> And they're you know, like, you know, it's just for fun. And they get and they get worried. I'm okay. Yeah, Wait, you're just crazy for fun. Like you can hear sometimes people talk in the audience. Like I think she needs help. <laughs> I, I've only done her act as a cry for help. I've only done. <laughs> I only did Vegas for one. I've only done one week in Vegas, and it, the the crowds felt like they're just there to take a break from everything else in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that's the thing too. They either maybe already lost. Like money. they're not even that. They're, they're not even in here, and they serve nachos. Yeah, they're not even that <laughs> invested in the show. They're just sitting like, okay, I just need an hour away <laughs> yeah. from everything else. Do something funny, you clown. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, they don't even really want. What I got is they didn't really want to be entertained. They just like, just let me sit here for an hour. Yeah, they're taking a break. Yeah, and they don't buy anything. Yeah, Vegas crowds are no weird. No merch. Yeah, no. But that's not what they're there. They're not there for that. But but Vegas has changed, though, right? Like, they're turning it more into, like, Times Square, right? And they're trying to shift who they're because they're their original people that went there are all dying off correct so they they've got to get this whole new Well in the in the mid 90s they tried to go more kid family centric well, and they started yeah. putting amusement parks at all the casinos <laughs> yeah there's like a roller coaster and then that's out you know, just John was then using that those. died away yeah, turned, that went away we, we're just attracting the wrong kind of families <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly 
We got the Manson family. Uh, I think in the 2000s, they're like, no, screw it. We're just going with our... John, just about the rides. I'm just single rider. Any, single any guys want to go with single this rider. single rider? Anybody want to go with me? Sit on my lap, anybody? I'll plan through, plan I'll through. I'll do that all day, single rider. Single rider. I didn't know about that till recently. Ooh, like, you got to get that single, single rider. That's how you skip the lines. I was up at Universal. I'd never seen that before. But but then you do it. You know what you do to be really creepy? You just you stand there and you're like the first ready to go, but you don't even raise your hand or anything until like you see a group of girls like single rider. <laughs> and you do it that way. You got to go. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Do you do I'm that? I'm good in four, yeah. two, three, four. four. I want to go in four. I got to catch my breath. I get scared of these rides. Dude, I got to get back to Universal. Hey, baby, who are you riding with? My boyfriend. You sure about that? Yes, I'm very sure about that. Okay. All right. Good. But then we'll all go together, I guess. Yeah. All right. Then it'll be the three of us. And then Triple you're going to have a really Triple miserable rider. photograph to look at when you get off this ride. I'm like leaning. I'm like leaning over to try to kiss her in the in, during the ride. <laughs> her boyfriend's punching me in the face. Like this is a great picture. See, stories for a lifetime. You're welcome. Good night, everybody. Oh, Single rider. Single rider. Did you uh, <laughs> did you party at all while you're out there? Or is it uh, when it's uh, when it's Jen for one? You saw hard. those Instagram pictures Sunday of those sliders. And, Sunday, and Monday. Oh, dude, I won a jackpot, so I went and bought myself. A slide. What was the jackpot? How much you win? Because otherwise, she you said just sliders, John. So I think we all know how big her <laughs> jackpot was. Because well, well, otherwise, you just get to eat in the employee dining room. How depressing is that? Oh my god! Usually they're not great. This one was really bad, though. This was like worse than. So normal. what kind of food? It was just like meat. It was just something different every day. Like, one I'm, day is meatloaf. <laughs> Which means tacos. that's all the leftover meat the that they didn't sell that they grind together. It's the hamburgers the day before. There's tacos. <laughs> yeah, I bought myself some sliders. Did you actually win money? Is that why you did that? Yeah, I won 700 on Willy Wonka. Hey, wow. that ain't bad. And how much did you spend on food of that 700? Seven twelve dollars and ninety five cents. Twelve dollars and ninety five cents. Seven fifty. I won like three jackpots. I had a good time. Now, well, well, that was the biggest one. Nope. Whoa. Wait, wait, there you won Are you worried the times? government's listening? What yeah. are you worried about? <laughs> Did you win three times? Someone going to try to rob you? When you win. I won 900 on Breaking Bad. Jeez. These I are slot machines, win. right? Well, I don't usually gamble that much, but. Uh, Did you? She know, made you, more gambling than you did doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow! Who cares if people are buying merch? You're <laughs> raking it in. Do you? Do, did you? Are I you? The, do you get publicly excited I... and and and, and like look around to see who wants to celebrate with you, or do people get really upset that you won and it wasn't them? No, I mean I don't. No, I just what did you I kind of just danced by myself <laughs> like, this like you're doing right now. Dude, I've got Silently? really wonka going in my head. Over Silently. And over. Yeah, like while I'm playing, I clap for myself. Do people dance. so? But is it like is it like <laughs> at like celebrate. theme restaurants where like when they sing Happy Birthday, everybody joins and he gets excited? Like, do people see that you won and they're like, hey, and they applaud for you, or there is most people just people. look over and then smoke their cigarettes? Yeah, most of them just stare Oof. longingly and get there thinking, why didn't I pick that machine? Yeah, right. Why can't <laughs> I dance like her? <laughs> <laughs> you won three times. Did you look up at the cameras to see if they were tracking you? Right? Isn't that what they do when people win too much? They're like, all right, what's She's going on She's got magnetic here? hands. <laughs> She's got magnetic hands. That's only when they play like the tables, cards, oh, okay. right? I don't know. Plus, I think you have to no, win. Like, wa- dude, they're watching everybody. They're watching Yeah, they're making sure you they don't follow- have some. Jen, they followed you home. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to bring in the security team. I from assume, what place was I it assume they gave you your money in, s- in singles that was uh, then put in a briefcase of some kind. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> to a handcuff? I yeah. scored all in quarters. Oh, good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's easier to bury. Easier to bury. Right? I had these three guys that were sitting next to me, and they like kept insisting I'm not a comedian. They're like, you don't look... Well, so that's a horrible thing. Oh. I, say, I hate telling people a comedian. I just make Why up did they insist? You should you say not. anything. I'm a dental hygienist on leave with the Navy. And the, the guy started questioning me. He was like, 
what other job do you have? I said, no other job. Just that, you sure? And then he's like asking me, trying to look me up on YouTube while I'm sitting right next to him. I'm like, oh, Jack. Oh, welcome to the new world order, right? <laughs> Everything you You're say, somebody can just right stand in front of, in front of, of you. I work, I'm a temp worker. That's what I'll tell you. What are you doing? I'm kind of doing temp work right now. I'm going to Google all. that. What's your name? Let me see. Go- are you on Facebook? I'm going to Google that. John Huck, temp worker. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. It came right up. Well, is. Why is that the first thing? And I get mad. Like, why is that the, the first thing that comes that's up? That's the first thing? He's got a Yelp review not to I hire him anymore. got a website, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> I was on TV. Stop hiring him. <laughs> I'm a good temp worker. I always lie in Ubers because I don't want to spend the whole ride, like, having someone tell me a joke. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, what do I do? I'm in between things or else... Uh, yeah, I, I work in an insurance I company. I'm a nanny. I'm an, Spe- I'm an insurance underwriter. Speaking of telling, not telling, now that Trump is president, this whole thing, especially from a, comedy, from a comedian standpoint, I guess unless you're really famous, I've just seen a couple comedians try to have points of view on the internet, and holy shit, what is the fucking point? It's like, so I, I don't say, I'm done, because it's just like trolls come out of the woodwork. Um, yeah. there, was, there was somebody, a female that we all know that just recently joined Facebook again that was gone for a while. Um, that will remain, remain nameless. No, no, we'll just remain because I don't want to do that. But, but she went on and she made like a medium rare at at most comment, and it was just like an all out Trump assault. And I and I just believe like there's just there there's these they're just trolls because at some point I was reading the thread going oh this is made up this is like some sort of like. I don't want to say Andy Kaufman, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there was like, it was like, it's almost like a written Facebook play. And I'm like, okay, this set up. And then finds like, bro, I don't even know who you are. Like, are you even, are you even a friend of mine? Like, and it's just, then I realized I'm like, this is how fucked up this shit is. Like, I think like you, you gotta be a pretty ballsy comedian. If you wouldn't want to go down that path, you social media, you have to be willing to, from what I've seen, the people that are doing it well, you have to be willing to do it all the time. All the time. All the time. You have to be willing to... You have to stay engaged uh, with it. You have to stay engaged. And, and and believe me, that is important. And I am grateful that people are doing it. I really am. You know what I mean? And I will get on there and I'll do my research in the sense that I'll you know read the articles and I'll figure out what is, what's real and what's not. And, and if necessary or if it'll help, I share it. But otherwise, on my... I'm not going to engage in, with any of those people. I, like, it sucks because I feel like um, would, it, it's it can borderline if you're trying to grow an audience. Yeah, it's so polarizing. Politics, religion, guns—they're so polarizing that if you go down that path, you know that you're you're going to shed a few, right? Like you just—it just, especially there because it just seems like the extreme point of view is the one that shouts the loudest, and you don't even realize who they are until you say something on your Facebook page. They won't like any of your baby photos or your photo when you're like, I got sh-. they won't come to any of your shows, right. right? But as soon as you say something that they hate, then they come out of the woodwork. And that to me is the weird dynamic that I, 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 don't, I didn't used to see that on Facebook. That seems to be a thing now, which is why I don't even bother going on Twitter. It seems to be a thing now is like this, this I don't show up until I want to be against you. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. sure. I mean, all yeah. people want is conflict. It's just... But the, to me, that's like that's boring. It's boring. It's counterproductive. There's, I mean, there are also. I will say that, that there are also people doing the correct things. Like there are people going to protests. There, you know, I'll, I'll call any any number that I see online where it's like, call this guy, tell him you don't like this bill. I'll call that number and I'll leave a message, or I'll talk to somebody, or I'll write the email. Do you know what I mean? Like that takes two seconds of my time. I don't necessarily post every time I do something because I don't feel like that's necessary. Like. I did something. I, I almost posted a picture the other day of something, and I was like, "Nope, 
no, I took it down, and then immediately other people started posting the similar things that I was going to post, and I was like, no, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> but Ed, I think recently you you did one or two things, right? But you don't I, did you have you gotten any backlash? Uh, I've been like on Twitter, like I'll be, I'll be doing things where just like I'll be like, look on the bright side. A couple days, like on the, a couple days ago, the worst, things, yeah. You know, look, we didn't know how good we had it three days ago. Like I'm not being like super like just digging in. I'm trying to do it in a funny way, yeah. and uh. I'll get. I got one. One thread went on forever, and I had family people, family members, and people from high school jumping in. And <laughs> now, I are just, you are you in there at all, or do you just? I leave bailed. You, I you leave it. I be. got into a small minor conflict with someone I'm directly related to, <laughs> and I I pointed out his hypocrisy, and then I bailed. <laughs> You, you pulled the cord. You pulled the cord. I ripped the cord and I yeah, jumped out. Yeah, right. After I after I pointed out an obvious hypocrisy, I pulled the cord and went out. And then it went on <laughs> for probably another thirty or forty comments between wow. other people jumping. And then people that I know that don't know the people that I was arguing with, like were jumping in and arguing. <laughs> and then I'm doing like private messages to those people. Like, look, hey, it's, hey it's, can you let them just fight and no, leave, leave it you alone? You know, like, they, they have some... Then you have to go delete the whole comment. And I'm like, this person's a good... Per- I'm like, this person's a good person. They just have some weird political views. Don't... Ju- I'm, I'm trying to like put out fires behind the scenes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Yeah, that's the other thing is you just divide your family and, and your friends. And, and if you've lived in multiple places in your life, you know, you from, you're from Virginia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got people up in D.C., yeah. you know? You've lived out in california you know there's there's multi you're gonna have friends from all different walks of life and like which is how it should be and at the same time they're all gonna have different views and then people just get amped up and i don't think arguing on facebook is productive i see people post facts and stats and that's interesting but and sometimes great. the facts and stats even just doing that like if you choose to post anything political Meaning, like, if you just post like an article, yep. right? Oh, yeah, you're, you're asking for like it. a New York Times article that says something about Trump. Even though you've said nothing, all you've done is post it. That can still just bring yeah. like this. And I just, my whole thing is, why do you show up for the hate, but you never show up for the shows? You never show up to like a uh, you know a more amusing comment. Like you never, you know what I mean? Like that's what I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. So I just stay out of it. Do you? Do you I, I don't do anything. But, but you grew up. Did you grow up liberal? I mean, you grew up in California. Was California always My parents were fairly? They were. Well, this, yeah. was a, this was a red state until Clinton, but a in '92. But let me ask you a question though, Jen, because you grew up here. Economics. But yeah. it's but it was a different Republican, right? Were they hardcore? Like now, I feel like there's a certain element that's very, very hardcore, and like clo- like it's just the door shut. If you are on the other side, there's nothing to talk about. I feel like there was a time where, like, yeah, there were Republicans and Democrats, but for God's sakes, they would talk to each other, and they would, they would. A lot of them fell in the middle. Like, I feel like that middle was more of what maybe. What do you feel like your parents were more like middle of the road Republicans, or did they hate the neighbors? (laughs) I mean, they didn't hate, but they stuck. They didn't. They didn't waver. They stuck pretty rigid. Always have. Yeah, that's interesting. But I think this election made people more divided. Don't you? I think it's been divided since. Was it the Tea Party that du- started since it? W? I think it's been. Is that when the Tea Party started? No, Tea Party started with Obama. I think W started the like got the huge divide. You're I with think. us or you're not with us, kind of thing. That sort of thing. Because my my dad used to work. He my dad worked in the Senate for a while as a door guy, and he's a bouncer. He's yeah. a bouncer at the Senate. Can I see and, your uh, ID? Did, that, so so actually so he would be in charge of stage time. At, yeah, he at, would. Uh, he would run. <laughs> he would do the list. See who brought people. He'd run the light. <laughs> 
He, See who brought him and TK were working. <laughs> you got floor time. You got floor time on the Senate if you brought five people. <laughs> My family's here. Can I still? Can I go? You can go first. All right. I got family in town. If you bring think? twenty people, you have to go last. <laughs> you have to go last, and we you have get, to keep the crowd. And the you get three dollars a person that came. <laughs> um, but he used to work after he retired from the Capitol Police. He worked in the Senate floor as a doorman, and basically. He would watch the guys, the Senate, the de- Democrats, Republicans. They would argue on the floor, or whatever. But then they would go back behind to the break room, or whatever, and they were all buddies and chums and laughing and hey, you know, good job out there or whatever. Yeah, it was like professional like a, wrestling, like a scrimmage. Yeah, it was yeah. professional wrestling. But he he was there up to the point where it started splitting, where it was like, no, these people really don't like each other. Oh, now. Okay, so he saw the shift. He started seeing oh, the shift. Okay, okay. Where it was like, hey, you piece of crap, I don't yeah, want to be. They wouldn't the same talk. It was like it turd. became an ideological split. To the point of like, I have nothing in common with you. We cannot compromise, and that's it's been that way now for like fifteen years, and it's just getting Super wider. Productive, and wider. yeah. But it used to be sort of a show and talk or whatever, and then but they would compromise and stuff would get done up until like basically when Fox News came around like ninety six, ninety seven, and they started doing that and that Roger Ailes and all that. They started doing that divide where they started putting people in bubbles of the fake news and stuff or. Their point of view news, and then people start splitting, yeah. and no one's able, no one's been able to come back from that because yeah. people live in their own worlds now. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that in Wisconsin when there was a certain group of people that gravitated towards Rush Limbaugh. But it's all and, like mid, mid, late nineties. The yeah, whole it was mid, the yeah. Clinton thing with Monica Lewinsky started driving people apart, and then when uh, the Republicans took control of that Congress, and then Bush came in, it just. Which, by the way, I I, I fall in the middle. I I don't I don't think. I'm not one of those people that's like, most oh, people, Bill Clinton is amazing. The guy kind of did some douchey-ass shit. I think most people are in the middle, but all you hear is people on the side. I mean, he did. Douchey-ass He shit. did do some douchey-ass... I mean, what he, what he did is kind of disrespectful. I mean, it's just like... I know, but it, so it's like, I, I just don't think... I mean, nobody's perfect. Don't get me wrong. Definitely the guy right now. But I guess in the big, in the big picture, what, 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 what I found myself doing now is for this... If, if, like, let's say if I just had a regular job, which someday I probably will... The um, you'll, be, like, you'll if, be a janitor at a radio station. Yeah. It will have come full circle. Oh, I work no, in radio. But, 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 I'm, but what I'm saying is, I'm back, everybody. <laughs> what has happened and what has what has changed me is the fact that because we do podcasts, do stand up, or try to make stuff, I'm really afraid of how I interact online. Like it's literally put, it's like put me into like it's four walled me in as far because I. I know that there that that people that I'm affiliated with online, I, I, you you start going down that 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 rabbit hole. It's it's some pretty dark ass shit. So I kind of feel like I got I, I'm actually very careful about what I say and what I do, and I think that's kind of shitty, right? Like it shouldn't have to be that extreme. Like people shouldn't this whole unfriending. I'm done with you. Fuck you. Like yeah, unsocial kind of networking is kind of like become the thing, right? Like I'm out then. Well then, fuck you. I'm not networking with you anymore. Like well, okay, cool. That's great. Uh, I find I get more responses when I type jokes about me and my wife than I do about anything else. See, but I don't, and that's what bothers me. And I'm not saying, maybe I'm not funny, okay? I'm not saying that some of the things I say is not funny. Are you hashtagging it properly? I don't, <laughs> I don't hashtag anything. I spell it out like you're supposed to, right? Yeah. Hashtag H-A-S-H-A-G. Still sticking with that nugget, huh? Oh, okay. So I'm allowed to have my thing. He's analog man. He works in radio. Yeah, <laughs> analog man. Do you think it's weird? I'm analog man. Really <laughs> personal stuff. I there. Okay, so th- to me, 
that was where uh, the social media took that first turn when somebody like, I'm feeling really lonely tonight, you guys, and I'm just like, I'm not. and I, I always felt like that's too, that's you're you're taking this shit way. Don't put that on fucking me because sometimes I'd scroll past. I'm like, is this person seriously talking to you, dude? Committing like considering like ending their lives and like at what point like only once did I actually send a private message to someone because I was like, hey, are you are you good? Like, because I felt like once I was scrolled it past it, I was, was like, it me? I'm, no, but oh, well, I think you'd remember. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, now oh, I feel like I'm not. on the hook. I'm personally responsible for that because people have fucking committed suicide and, and done some serious fucking well, shit, especially good. now with Facebook Live. Oh, man, that's just terrifying. Oh, God. That's just terrible. Why would you do that to people? Why, how could you set the whole Facebook Live saying. video anyway? <laughs> you're suicide or no suicide. Maybe I just I, check just out after 10 minutes. minutes. Your live video of your suicide what? made me want to kill myself. <laughs> You've started a chain reaction of suicide. Like sometimes people, I always think it's bizarre, and I'm not judging them because whatever helps you get through pain. But when somebody will post like, "My mom just died today," and it's like, and you're on Facebook, like, yeah, that stuff's does that weird to me. Weird? <sighs> yeah. But then I'm like, I guess they need some. I, I always say, I always, I'm just always like, just now. I don't like, understand the, am- I, don't, the I don't understand the immediate post. Like I could see posting like a memorial like thing to uh, your parent if they passed away. Let grieve, and then a couple of days go by. Hey guys, I just want to post a pay tribute, a pay tribute to my mom or my dad or whatever. But like people do it, yeah, just minutes the, after the it happens. I'm like, what is? But people grieve in all kinds of different ways. Well, that's what I'm saying. And I that's don't like not everybody does that, but I know there are some people that do do it, or I've seen it, and it just feels weird. If that's and it, what they need, and if that's what they need, yeah. then you know, I just always find it kind of bizarre <laughs> to say like. I'm in the hospital with my dad. He just had a heart attack. Like, yeah. What, what are you doing? But here's the thing I about that. I guess they that. just need the people. They need. Yeah. To feel if, like they, if they don't have people. anyone around them at the time, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. That's a way to feel connected. Yeah. Back in the day, people would just pick up the phone and start calling people, right? So on radio, just, yeah, just call on the radio. <laughs> right? Can you? This one goes out to my dead dad. <laughs> I used to try to get. You remember when they used to do um, song, song tribute shows what? at night on some of the radio stations that you could call in and like, put me uh, in coach? Um, was it was it like uh, like you could do like a love tribute yeah, yeah. song or whatever? I, this one's for Brian from Natalie. No, I, hey, I saw you in that bar. You had some hot moves. This one's called "I'm Never Gonna Dance Again." I was so shitty when I was a kid. I wanted to be in radio so bad that I just wanted to get that one second, like in the tribute shows. And I was like, how do? You, and I would call in. And be so like, you hey, lived your dream. Yeah, but I but so I would. So this is all gravy now. You ever try to call into those things back in the day? Pudding skin gravy. But did you ever get through? See, that's the problem. It's like it rings, it rings, it rings. You never get through, and then eventually you get through. You're caller number fifty. You're like, shit, I needed to be ten. And then I would get through, and I didn't like have a girlfriend, and no one, I didn't, no one loved me, so I was like, um, yeah, I was like, can you? I love radio. Can you do OMD for Susan? Okay, we'll see what we can do. Click, and then you'd listen for like four hours. And then you're like, um, my mom is dying, so can you like? I'm just like, just to get it on there, and you're just like become a horrible human being. This one's for Brian's mom. It's called "I'm Never Gonna Dance Again." (laughs) Why do you keep requesting that song, Brian? It never got played. None of them. And and then I started getting mad. I'm like. Dude, I just fake told you that my mom was dying and you still didn't do it. Like, just they, play they... Lady in Red. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I used to love calling. Screw this. I'm going to work on? in radio and I'm going to play all the songs I'm I want. Deny all your requests. <laughs> I still call into and radio. Then one day stations. that guy Hold called on a in. second. This just in. You still call radio stations for trip? Oh, okay. To, to win, win tickets. I've won. Oh, what have you won? What I've tickets? won tickets to um, Neil Diamond. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, what station were you listening to? <laughs> Coast one of Coast, that has yeah. to be coast. Coast to coast. 
I want to love songs like on the coast. America's Got Talent finale or something okay, like that. Boo. I didn't go. Yeah, you I want a those free tickets. night in Palm Springs at a hotel. Wow. From Coast One Hundred Nine. Is this all from Coast so far? Mostly. Are you in the okay. Coast Hall of Fame? I'm in the coast. <laughs> oh, there's a different Hall of Fame. Trust me, we do have not it. answer this number. It's a, it's a Jen's numbers up in the booth. <laughs> we have no. You, they have those. At some point, <laughs> no, if you don't. win, yes, they do. I used to run the promotions department, and we had a list. Because, you know, if you see lonely like, people are always calling Yes, because you'd be like, caller 17, when's the tickets? You're like, dude, hey, it's Steve. Ah, fuck. It's like, dude, you just won like 17 minutes yeah. ago. Now you're back. It's like, stop calling. Well, no, you can only win every six months. Well, that's, they have to, well, we didn't have, we had to start oh. creating a. I know all the rules. It's called the, bri- <laughs> that's sad. It's called the Jen Murphy rule. <laughs> it's named after you. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, because you got to call back. Jen Murphy rule. <laughs> I'm Jen Murphy. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's my rule. Exactly. I'm Janet Murphy. No, Jen, we know it's you. Please stop. You're not even. <laughs> Call her ID, Jen. Call her ID. Oh, I've almost crashed calling in. You got to do it quick. Yeah. So that's kind of your thing. It sounds like you got to. I don't be know about a that. thing. She what, does have you it ever a lot. called? Do you call in at radio contests? When I was a kid, yeah. Okay, so not now. Not do you no, call no, in? No, I've, no, I've no, never no. called into a radio. Contest. Okay, so it's her thing. It's a thing. She still does it as an adult. Well, I mean, I know people that do go online and try to play all those sweepstakes all the time and win like motorcycles and stuff. You know? They actually win. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they like put it all on eBay or they sell it or they take the trip or There's whatever. Sweepstakes but. online. Yeah, you know, on Facebook, like enter this win to win like a night in New York or whatever. And I suppose at that point, what's the big deal? I mean, all your the only thing is you're sharing all your information, you're just getting solicited. You have to do often. that. You also have to do that. Like all that, that's a full time job if you ever want to win at it. You know, See, I, I mean? heard that people that they do win all the time, and that's yeah. how they get their money. That yeah. that's that's their world. That's like the, that's yeah, how that's they make their, their income. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. You win, and then you sell everything. It's and insane. That's, it's insane, Jen. That's not a bad way to go. It's kind of a bad know. way to go. <laughs> it's kind of a bad way to go. Sounds pretty good to me right now. No. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. And I, don't I know, know these guys, their new thing is to do, like, have you heard about these people that, like, find something and you you're, become an Amazon seller, but they won't tell you how they do it because they don't want you cutting it on their... I have a friend who uh, sells uh, coasters on Amazon. He has a little business. But does he tell you... Does it, You if could he... just go to Amazon now and log in and start your own little business. And uh, there's, there's a, there's well, a no, whole it's other a whole, subculture. It's a whole, that... You have to actually pay money. You have to pay a certain amount of you money to get... I almost feel oh, like to open the business. It's my business. I'm selling comedy. You're connected with. Uh, <laughs> you find out what they give you all these analytics to find out what it where the hole in the market is where you can have a product that will be t- taken into. So like he found out that there was like there was a need for coasters like rubber coasters. So he started a business and contacted a supplier in China. Has a supplier in China that makes these coasters and he sells them all over the world. Yeah, like I'm saying, I will sell my comedy all over the world. <laughs> I will fill that comedy there's hole. No, there's no hole. For <laughs> there your is comedy. definitely a hole for my comedy. I will smash yeah, there's this. There's a comedy hole that we're all I will falling smash down this into. Right square now. peg through whatever round comedy hole there is. <laughs> can we rename this podcast Comedy Hole? Comedy. comedy Hole. You can also go on game shows to win money. You can. I know a bunch of people that do that. Not a bunch, like three. I don't know. I do. That's a bunch to me. I think it's going to stay right? in my basement, you guys. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a good That's idea. You can smarter. also write crazy manifesto letters from your basement. <laughs> I think you don't win anything, but you can do it. Well, the good news is, and Ed knows this, and so do you, Jen. Well, actually, you know, John. I mean, and at least now all the toys that I play with now, I'm turning into something. So maybe all that'll, yeah, I don't play with them, but you know, I'm collecting them. You're playing with them. I mean, technically, no, technically I had a crossover like Epiphany Day when, um, you know, I, I had all my, I, I collected toys for a long time before I had kids, and then when my kids get to that age, they're like, can I have that one up there? I'm like, no. Is this the Mr. Bill story? There. Is this the Mr. Bill story? 
No, it was. It, it could apply to oh. any of them, but it was just like, well, why can't I open that thing that's collecting dust? And it's like you try to explain to your kids. Toys it's worth money. Yeah, it's worth money. You bought it. I get it. Now give me the toy. Give me the toy. Yeah. And then I kind of realized how ridiculous it was. So then I started giving them some of the toys. And it was a hard day watching them. Yeah, you oh. told me about the Mr. Bill one, so it had to affect you. <laughs> you you told me you let Tanner. <laughs> open up the Mr. Bill Watching, and then he got scared and then he gave back he's like you know, you know what why don't you he must have saw the look on my face <laughs> and he was like why don't you open it you go ahead and open it and then I'll play with it like he was like so then that way if something goes wrong remember you whatever, open yeah, it he's like whatever it. I'm doing dad is shooting you, you yeah. sweatpants you were right the 40 year old virgin That's yeah I mean to, th- to think that a kid that young like sees a look is like I'm gonna go ahead I think this, this could lead to yeah you look terrified yeah. dad I've never seen that you look you care more about Mr. Bill than you do me but you're saving them just because you want them to be preserved? Or do you want to sell them? Well, there's only two reasons why, in my mind, there's only two reasons why you collect action figures. One, uh, because um, there's money in it and it becomes like an obsession. Or two, you collect things You collect things that you're tagging onto things you may have carried from childhood. So my whole thing started with um, with Star Wars figures that I, cl- that I kept. And then you kind of build off of that. And then uh, it was when I had the kids that I kind of cut off. Like, I'm not, why am I collecting all these other fucking things? So I still have all the Star Wars stuff. And I feel bad my kids never, the whole point of saving them was let my kids play with them. They play with them one day and I thought they're playing with them too rough. So I took them away from them. (laughs) And so they never got to play with them again. But kids don't give a shit about toys anymore anyway. It's all about iPads and fucking Xbox. Virtual toys. (laughs) But then I just got rid of all the the other toys. I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to be that guy. You know, I, I don't want to be the guy that all I do is post pictures of myself with my action figures online. Oh, I think you should be that I guy. I collect Batman stuff. No, that's it. Bat from 1966, Batman. That's it. I think every day you should post a picture <laughs> Me and Ralph Garman. Tonight on Nerds in the Basement. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, so I went, but I, but I will tell you that, like, I, we, I went to go get some sports stuff for the kids at this place. Like, oh, we're flipping over to memorabilia. And I was able to hold a conversation for a little while with the guys. And I felt kind of good. Well, I'm glad. Talk about you collectibles. That away. Man, that's, that. Uh, <laughs> that would be a sad story for most people. But I'm glad you, could, you. you find the, you. I'm glad you found the silver lining. In Turn that, that frown upside down. <laughs> yeah. But do you want to make it even sadder? So I'm talking to guys. I'm like, you guys should do a podcast. He's like, he's like, no, why would anybody ever do a podcast? And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, you're right. Why would anybody oh, ever do way a podcast? Yeah, well. Way to ruin the whole I think anyone listening to this is like, yeah, why would anyone do a podcast? <laughs> what are we listening to? Uh, who had, wait, you had, who had an audition today, by the way? Yeah. Oh, it's tomorrow. Of, uh, oh. I was wrong. Well, I'm glad we had adjusted oh. our whole day oh, for you, Jen. Jesus. Oh, Ryman Emers. What, what's it for? 11. What is it for? Some wrinkle cream. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I have enough wrinkles? So do you have to... How, <laughs> Do you think I'll get there? What if they were like, next, too smooth, next. <laughs> How kinda, dare you call yourself wrinkly? I like those kind of auditions. Is wrinkly like, on your resume? You kind of try <laughs> and make yourself look worse. Rather yeah, than trying skill. To be I'm going to show up, no makeup, just no, I'm not going to comb my hair like, hey, what's up? I'm going to squint a lot. Uh, so, But did, did you feel kind of bad inside at first when you're like, wrinkles? No, I went to one once with no makeup because it, it's, if you had like some brown spots on your face or something, and I was all bummed that I didn't get it. I'm like, I don't have enough. I'm not ugly enough. <laughs> not ugly so enough. You're not bothered by any of the. No, it doesn't bother me. Do you fall? Do you have you found yourself like remember was it Bob McClendon or whatever? Clint Clendon, Clendonan or whatever. Remember we had him on oh, the show. Yeah, Bob Clendon. He kind of was like, I know where I fall. Yeah, I, I know what I'm getting cast for. Like I get my thing. I mean, so I do you know where you first, fall? It takes you by surprise, but it doesn't like what. A couple of years ago, I would get audition notices for, it would always say like, 
haggard looking, worn out. <laughs> and at first I was like, God. But the thing is... It, By the way, you're not, just so you know. Well, but it, they have to send me on those because in Hollywood, if it says pretty... That's not just normal pretty. You're going to show up and there's going to be models there. Yeah, it's a little bit psychotic. Yeah, like, at that level. The word, yeah. the word pretty means something None of us different. in this room are but, getting into that but, level. But, None but, of us. But, but, but they, you like to use the word character-y. <laughs> like, character-y. character-y. Yeah, but Haggard is so... You know what I mean? Like, Haggard, disheveled, character-y. Think <laughs> creepy. I swear, though. Female Zach really Galifianakis from out. The Hangover. <laughs> Female Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> You're getting one of those, yeah. Oh my I God. go, I go. Those are all the ones I go on. There's all, there's all female like, Zach Galifianakis. So was it yep, what? female? <laughs> no, but just like Zach Galifianakis, Seth Rogen. You're like what? That's the type they're looking they for. Because they can't. Like, so the, the Haggard is pretty interesting to me, like because they are really careful about their descriptions. Correct now, but you said you used to get those. They don't say stuff like that anymore, do they? They still say Haggard. No, that's just a couple times. But <laughs> old broad. We meant to say you, Dan Haggerty. No, usually now I get like quirky. I get stuff for comment. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, that's um, good though. Yeah, but no, I was just giving you like the worst ones I got just because. Did you start smoker. out like next door neighborish kind of girl, all American, middle <laughs> America girl? Like was that what, was that where you start? Yeah, pretty much. And you're like, oh, I should. St-. And then they're like, no, no, you're gonna go more haggard, drunk yeah, aunt, now I'm yeah. <laughs> drunk aunt. Hey, I'm a. I auditioned for a lot of drunk ants. After eight days in Vegas, I'm really qualifying for that. Yes, yeah, so I like sliders and Miller lights. <laughs> and then in the morning, I have Bloody Marys and screwdrivers. Really Wonka. I was like, oh, drunk ants. What have you done? You've made a mess on the floor. I love when you see people passed out in Vegas. At like 9 a.m.? There was a... <laughs> well, I saw one guy passed out at 8. He was just on the middle of the casino floor, and they had to bring a wheelchair and come pick so him up. So he, was, he couldn't walk, guys. It's serious. Okay. It's probably saw, a medical condition. He had alcoholism. One of my other things that makes me laugh with this, I know I'm mean, but when you see the people getting DUIs at like 9 a.m. That's morning. not being mean. That's they did mean. those things to those themselves. Those people are Laughing fucking... Would be the if morning, that person gets they deserve it. Those are jackholes. The morning DUI is embarrassing. You oh my God. It. You're out there doing the oh thing and people God. are driving to work like, fuck <laughs> this but dude. Isn't Vegas like a manufactured Alaska? There are no hours. It doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? There's no 9 to 5. I've seen a couple here, of those Manufactured Alaska. It's a new reality show about Vegas. Morning. Well, yeah. See, I think it's sad. You know what you do? You get. You can get. What you do is. I don't think they're necessarily. They're DUIs for sure, but there are people driving to work the next day still hungover. That's still the thing. Drunk, it's not you know? that they were drinking. It's in not the that morning, they woke. Probably. Unless maybe they were. Who the knows? People. Eddie driving. keeps mouthwashing his car. Mm-hmm. Right as soon as he drops Colton off, he downs like nine shots. <laughs> of mouthwash. That's for the. That's for the Johns I pick up. Yeah. My dad. Yeah, my dad told John me about Huck. that. John Huck. The John Hucks. My my dad. When my dad was in the Navy, he told me about that. When you know, because you're when you go out. Like that's it. There's no alcohol, and these guys were getting hammered off of, I guess, the mouthwash. Yeah. Right? You could, there was actual alcohol. Yeah. Oh yeah. My you'd have to like, you'd ugh. have to drink so much of it too. Yeah, it sounds yeah. horrible. I mean, that's but that's how. And they made it with more alcohol back then. Back then, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, So yeah. it was it, was, it wasn't like, like they were drinking like a case of it to get to get a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fifteenth bottle of this fluoride induced. <laughs> Here comes fresh breath, Mark. <laughs> fresh breath, fresh farts, like that's everything <laughs> coming out of your body smells like mint. It's the best smelling vomit in the world. <laughs> What is that piss? <laughs> that is my mint pee. 
<laughs> okay, so great. speaking of mint, so mm, yeah. we were at it. We were at an we were at a, an adult party, but Ooh, you could bring your kids. What? Put your but keys you in the bowl. Yes. Put your kids in the bedroom. Actually, you know what's funny is there 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 was a couple that uh, that was there that has been identified as that. And whenever they go talk to groups, like you start slowly pe- seeing people kind of just like get involved. No, yeah. get, get moving, over moving there away because there's Dude, a creep whatever. factor. Tell right? Eddie about it. Him and Tracy will be there. In I, was party. Party. <laughs> I was invited to a I was invited to swinger party. Eddie gets you invited were. to swingers parties all but, the time. But I, I want, let me just finish the story. So the kids were going the other room while you know the parents. Yeah, were they just do. Like, kids are fooling around. It was it was a celebration of a end of a lawsuit thing. So like everybody was there. Kids were allowed because it wasn't that super late. So I'm sitting over talking to some people, and somebody's mom comes over to me while I'm talking. They're like. Your youngest son just got maced, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm at like a like. What do you mean? I was on the key, I'm sorry. Was on the keychains. But no, no. But the first, I'm over just like having a beer, like talking. Who runs up to somebody and be like your kid just got maced? Well, if your kid so, got maced, I would run up and tell you. Yeah. Well, yes. So then I panic, and as I'm going, my buddy, who's also a police officer, he's walking towards me, going, "Let's, let's, let's all, let's all calm down. No one got maced here, okay? Like, because he." So I finally get over there, and it turns out that all the kids are there, and the oldest kid had a Banaka Blast, and he shot the Banaka Blast. <laughs> that is... In oh. Elliot's eyes. Oh, my God. My youngest son's eyes. So, of course, like, you know, wife goes over and starts splashing him, and I'm the whole time, I'm like, your, your eyes probably smell pretty good, buddy. You're okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Like, it's just... That really happened? Yeah. Have but you didn't ever, get maced. Have you ever I told just, me that story before? No, this just happened, like, two days ago. Fuck. Four days ago... In this thing I'm writing, I put a guy getting maced with banaca cherry in an elevator, and someone later going, "Wow, your eyes smell really good." So you're saying I hacked you? No, I'm saying I wrote the future, like like a Stephen King movie or whatever a book about a guy. Oh, whatever whatever he writes, can you get out of my house? <laughs> whatever he <laughs> writes, two days later it happens. Hurts my children, so get out of my house. <laughs> well, no, I didn't. I mean, you know the thing about that specific thing—it was just a classic. Like the oldest kid in the room was the asshole, and he just well, yeah. chose to like. You know what I mean? It was like it was it was. I didn't want to overreact to it because I was like, oh, I've already been through this in my life. We, I already know. Like, kids over- are starting to get to that age where they're all starting to like somebody's going to be the dick in the room. Not because they're like always the dick, but this is that point in their well, lives. Because now kids are uncomfortable and self-conscious and they want to be liked and cool and whatever. But at the same <laughs> time, your kids will see how you react to something like that. And that will be kind of what they take away from that. That's so why, that's why you always calm, overreact. If you're calm, <laughs> no. Do you know how much overreacting I, I've done my whole life because of like things I've seen overreacted to? It's like you got to, if they see you be calm about it and, and take it in and deal with it with a level head, they'll do that in the future as well. But I want to take one step back. Did you po- You said you posted this thing that you wrote about the Banaka No, no, no. I said I, was ju- I just wrote it. No, I was writing it. And, and did you happen to share it with a, a, a kid that's I, about 12 years old? I didn't share it with anybody except my 12-year-old <laughs> writing partner. <laughs> His name is uh, what was the kid's name? We can't. Sven. Sven, Sven Bengali. <laughs> no, that's who she did uh, Vegas with. Sven. Sven Eastfault. Yeah. Just, I'll never forget. Your son's been maced. Like your it, son's it, been maced. Well, I'll leave it. <laughs> I to, did think that maybe there was like, the keychain. I thought it was a keychain. Yeah, that's yeah. a fa- that's a fair assumption. But also leave it to somebody to overreact. You know, like. <laughs> and it was somebody else's mom who had no kids involved in the situation. Sure. Why would whatsoever? Yeah. So why not overreact? I, yeah. would, I think it's I easier to overreact. Because well, Brian, your child's been shot in the face. <laughs> With a thing with Panaka. I forgot to say with Panaka. I forgot the Panaka part. Too late. Oh, he's gone? Okay, well, let him just live through that that pain. All right, tell when you you catch up to him, tell Brian I meant Panaka, just Panaka. Let him know what that feels like for a minute. (laughs) 
he'll be happy to know when you catch up with him. He'll be relieved. He'll think it's funny. Did Elliot punch the kid? No, he just he ran into his mom. Aw. Immediately. Uh oh. That's what you do, though. Was Tanner there? Did Tanner throat punch Tanner him? Tanner didn't do shit. <laughs> he's. I told you, he's at that point as a brother. It's like he. I'm trying to like teach those guys like, hey, we're we're a team here. This is yeah. Team Irwin in this house. Okay, when when one man goes down, we take care of that man. Tanner, we, we don't, don't walk Tanner away. Tanner wants to be a free agent. I think we can. <laughs> Tanner wants to move on to a better team. Tanner's like, there's got to be another team I could play for. <laughs> I'm just trying to work on that. I'm trying to work when on the, it. When where the dad doesn't make YouTube videos of <laughs> farts, toys farting. <laughs> all my friends see that. I got to go to school and deal with that shit all day. That shit went viral. He he's proud of me for that. Oh yeah. Well, if it goes viral, because in their world that matters, right? Sure. Totally. You can be a YouTube sensation. By the way, Elliot also uh, last week for a project, I made him. I I, I made him go online. He he Googled. Uh, he's supposed to Google seahorses and he Googled sea hose. Dude. Oh, I saw. You I read that. that. Yeah. That was hilarious. Sea hose, baby. Got to watch out for sea hose. What pops up on sea hose? Oh, not uh, horses. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's no not the problem horses. is he doesn't know that like you know like he's not uh, it will ask you like are you sure that's what you you know what I mean like because you can kind of change it and sometimes it'll kind of guide you he doesn't know any of that stuff I was being lazy and I was like just go on your own you'll figure this out I thought I had safe searched everything in the house but I hadn't but I gotta I'll be honest with you it's like you know it, it's, th- these it just reminds me over and over again like. What what we had growing up and what they have are just two totally different. Dude, we things. had porno magazines in the woods. We had microfiche and we, we Playboy had magazines. Scrambled micro-fiche. cable channels. First off, that would be at the library, and I don't yeah. know what they had. What you're looking at, at the library? And he's like, I go. Where, where do you guys beat off? I go to the library and I look at micro <laughs> black and white microfiche. Sorry, Jen, what this might actually just like not include you right now because no. I'm a, I'm assuming girls didn't go through the same thing. Jen, you had porn in the woods. Where'd you get your dirty magazines? And I remember t- the first time I found a porn though, like in my dad. A porn or a dirty magazine. Oh. What was the first oh, thing? Oh, the magazine, like a Playboy. Been. A Playboy. It's kind of shocking when you're a kid. You, oh, you found it at your house? Yeah. Oh, okay, so you so you didn't, it wasn't one of the, like, I found out um, one of my friends was like, yeah, my parents have it. And of course, you tell that to the oh, neighborhood yeah, kids. We uh, we obviously had a meeting. <laughs> Let's go in there. And we're like, when will your parents not be home next? Let's go. And then we're going in there, right? So we so he, he says, okay, my parents are gone. We all go marching over to the house like little rascals. We get in there. And I know this is going to be shocking to everybody. Their parents had the most clever hiding spot, which was in the closet in a box on the shelf. Yeah, you know, that's, no one's ever going to look there, dude. No one's ever going to look in Could the Could be closet, Christmas decorations. You don't know. <laughs> So we pull them down and we're going through them and we're like, look at this, look at this. And then one kid's like, hey, what's this one? Why is that guy peeing on her? We're like, what's going on? Like all of a sudden, we're yeah. like, he's peeing on her, she's peeing on him. We're like, why would anybody do that? And like it just wrecked the whole oh. like what you're supposed to see because all well, of a sudden we're like, we should put these back. And then I heard one of my friends going, do you think that your dad pees on your mom? And he's like, let's put these away. Yeah. Like it just <laughs> Then your friend up. is immediately like, I don't want to talk about this <laughs> anymore. Is that we've how babies are made? A, we've just witnessed a crime. Oh, I saw these fetishes can be very disturbing. I saw, uh, but you don't want to find that as kids. Right? No, That's, I saw animated porn before I saw real porn. Animated like cartoons. cartoons? Fucking yeah. I used to just read romance novels. Is oh, that, is that yeah. considered young girl? Like, oh, that's how that works, right? Because they they're pretty descriptive, right? Yeah, they I've get never, dirty I've never, I've never read. Me and the president, we don't read. So, well, that's why Fifty Shades of Grey was a book, right? That was all horn. I didn't oh. read that one. Oh yeah, ooh, oh. but it's very, very descriptive, ooh. correct? Like, it will talk about what they're doing. <laughs> and, like, get the yeah. mic out of your mouth. <laughs> I think it gets really. D- it's been a long time since I read one, but I remember it getting very. You don't need that, that anymore. High five, yeah. yeah. So you would have to read erection and know that that's a hard penis, right? Because that's probably what they would say. He 
was wrecked or something like that. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, first off, I need to see what this is. Mm. Yeah. What does that mean? They use scientific words. <laughs> Erect. Erect penis. <laughs> what grade did you have to do the sex thing in school? Was it like fifth grade, fourth grade? What is it for girls? You had to have sex at school? Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what they make you do. They if she, she's from a third world country. <laughs> and, um, no, oh, you mean like the sex where they just separate the boys and girls? Where they finally I don't decide. Think it's still high school. What? Oh no! Middle school. Middle school. No, I think. no way. Fifth no. grade, I dude. Went to Fifth school, grade. We had to go that. into a room and watch a thing about the reproductive yes, system. Yes, so do we. Yes. In fifth they didn't call it yeah, sex. Man. They called it the reproductive system. Yeah. Well, that's when I was having sex. Though it was fifth grade. I was high fiving. Did you all go to public dudes schools? Dudes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Catholic school. We didn't oh, do it. Oh wow! That's why more Catholic kids do get, drugs and get pregnant yeah, because they don't know. They don't get it. They don't get the information. I had dare in fifth grade. I had dare in fifth grade, so I never did drugs or drank. And then I uh, <laughs> I learned about the reproductive system, so I never uh, had sex. Still a virgin. Still a virgin. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Married almost four months. Still a virgin. <laughs> yeah, well, she was gone for one of those months. Oh. <laughs> is, that when, is that her period? When you say she was gone? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. She has a month-long period. She has a month-long period. She was gone. Three times, and a, and year, three times a year, she has a month-long and period. And I send her to a hotel somewhere far away <laughs> for her to get through it. If you don't know anything about the reproductive system, you would have to believe whatever she says. Right. Look, John, I have to go be with my other husband because of my period. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I didn't really pay attention to that class in fifth grade. So, <laughs> But if you say if you so, say that's whatever. what the period is. <laughs> whatever. Yes, we all go south for the winter. The, wi- the whole winter? We go to West Hollywood and party for a month. Yeah, I'm going to go to a rave that lasts 30 days. But I need to get back to a Republican Jen over here for a second. I'm confused by if, I don't know, do, some girls' cycles start early. So are they pretending like this stuff? How, how do these girls not, if, if they're waiting that long to discuss this stuff? That's why you're here, Jen, to well, answer they the questions of the female anatomy. Well, they probably believe that it's supposed to be handled at the home. Oh, I thought you meant by the Jesus. I thought that. Oh, I mean, yeah. Jesus pray, talks to us. You pray Jesus, it away. Pray Jesus, it away. Will, Jesus will help my period. <laughs> pray it away. Okay. So, yeah. So, okay. But okay. Yeah. So they're not even. They weren't prepared at all to discuss this stuff. And no, we never talked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a public high school, and they did something there. Yeah. That's did. when you first found out about it. Well, my mom um, one day at the beach when I was like ten, she drew pictures in the sand. To try and teach me. Hold on, Ed, please. Let how, her talk. How, how please, it works. guys, let her talk, please. How accurate was the penis drawing? <laughs> was it like, did she nail it? Like, did anything wow, wash that, up before she was detailed. finished? Oh. Did it wash up? My mom, where was the penis going? This, the, this, the wave took out the penis. Which hole is which? But then I told her, I was like, you, you, don't even, you didn't have the right amount of holes down there. Okay, first off, let's just stop for a second. <laughs> why? Let's take a step back. Why? Why that day? Why the beach? Why Why did your mom go, you know what? It's a beautiful day. Hey, She's Jen, like, let me do da- it. My daughter's turning into a woman. We were on vacation. <laughs> why, where, think- why not ruin it? Did you say... Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone was having a good time, and we wanted it to be uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> was it just the two of you, or was everybody around watching her do this to you? No, no, we, we were alone. Together around. I'm going to give my daughter the sex talk in the sand did over here. Did you say something like, Mom, I just made out with little Timmy yesterday and at night after after we were on the Ferris wheel or something like that? And Jen was, mom like, was like, okay, we need to talk. She was Is like, that why? I don't know. My mom's weird. My mom claims that up until she was like 16, she thought you could get pregnant from kissing uh, or something. Uh, you did can. she go to Catholic school too? <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. She also uh, told me that... To always wear underwear or else bugs will crawl up. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's that's accurate. <laughs> Did she also always. do that in the sand? No. You'll be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw your vagina. Well, but but the I want bugs you to, are detailed and like horrific yeah. and huge. That's she, why I, now, put I want you to watch these sand crabs go inside your... Um, See? See, this is what happens. ...in your that's, fake sand vagina. That's why I put one of those little round band-aids on my penis tip. <laughs> all, the t- all the time. 
Did you just peel like it off to go to the bathroom? Yeah. It's not painful at all. You peel it off. There's holes. There's holes. You go through it. peeing through it. Like peeing through a colander. It turns into like a shower head. Oh. Cool. Cool. Doesn't sound sound doesn't sound painful. No, that's not painful. It will oh. not it will not lead to any sort of infection. <laughs> no, that's that's cramming your pee. Because bugs will clear off. Oh, yeah, you got to watch out for bugs, dude. Oh, that's oh, why God. I don't swim in the the Nile. Because those snakes go Do right. You have, your, is that by or by you? Well, no, is that, it's not. Is that the Nile? I got <laughs> take the number two, I think, to get there. But I don't really. I'm not good with directions. Oh my, all right, so you learned about sex in the sand through drawings. That's in why the when sand. you order sex on the beach, you're like, seriously, this is how I learned about it. <laughs> This means more to me than you. Yeah, you drink both drinks. And then Jen gets people. really hammered. She's like, just so you guys know, little sex tip, always wear underwear so <laughs> yeah. bugs don't get up there. Young people are taking notes like, just, ooh, <laughs> good point. Anything else, Jen? Oh, I've got more. Well, Did you know, know that you, if you tongue kiss, four babies. Preggers. Let's go to the beach. I'll show you some pictures. I'm, I'm not sure why she thought there would be bugs in my bed at home. Because she kept a dirty house. <laughs> She didn't Let's wash the sheets. Your mom's like, "Well, no." Done she said always, not, or is it just sleeping at well, night? Well, the conversation started because I went to my cousin's house, Shannon, and her mother told her to the opposite: sleep always naked, always go to bed without underwear because you need to. It needs to breathe. <laughs> and so I told my mom that Shannon. I lean more that way. Did Shannon underwear. change her name to Gwyneth? And she's, and that's when she said, "No, you always have to wear underwear, or else bugs will crawl up inside of you." Okay, wow. So mm. your mom was the, had watched that Brady Bunch episode. Ooh, with the tarantula, the tarantula, right? That's because they all bugs come out, cats come out, <laughs> everything ba- comes out at night. The bad luck Hawaiian. And this episode. is this is the mom that gave me comedy notes, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember Just that. To clarify. I think I was there. Right? <laughs> you were there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, you there. guys are standing right next to each other. Do you yeah. already know this story? No, your mom gave you comedy notes? Like four years ago? No, me. I did that. Oh, you? <laughs> me. What? We all did a show at the Irvine Improv together, <laughs> and afterwards, my I, mom came I out. made the mistake of opening up with a new bit that I was still working on. So Doesn't matter, the but first, continue. The first, you made the mistake of trying to grow as an artist. Go for it. The first it, three minutes aren't, weren't as tight as the rest of the set was. Oh, I thought she said it was the opposite. No, she, she's like, well, you start off kind of slow, but you got better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so she didn't give you punchlines or tags. No, or... she just told me I need to work on the first three or four she minutes of my set. She went up to both of them outside. So she was right. <laughs> yeah, technically. Okay. Well, <laughs> but you don't say that. Comedy critic Mrs. Murphy. Well, no, I would say if she had said something like really crazy, but I'm sorry, Ed, that in that instance, apparently you just confirmed that she was she was right. Yeah, that's why she took Peter Trevor's job at Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Were you standing next to your mom when she was doing that to Ed? Were you mortified? Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Well, she went up to John and she goes, you oh. are so funny. And then Eddie's standing right next to oh, John. Oh, no, and she looked that at moment. She, she, yeah. Then she looked at Eddie and goes, I mean, you started out a little slow, but you got better. <laughs> See, I was I was expecting the oh, you too. You <laughs> the, were apolo- funny the, apo- too. the apology comment. Yeah, that's what uh, I was expecting. Uh, uh, you were so great. Oh, you were good too. You do. Don't worry. Not about the. You. Oh, it was kind of slow at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was expecting. I, What's your mom's name? Chris. Chris. Uh, Christine. Ah, uh, Christine. Christine. What? What other? Christine, advice the did, critic. Now, now here's the thing. Did either one of those so like the wearing underwear? Do you to this day still do that? Because like even though you don't believe it, it's just got it's ingrained in you, and you, it's by habit. Oh, okay. No, you're an adult so you, now. No, I'm just saying though. But yeah. like sometimes you're like, I don't know why I'm still doing this, but like because you just let got so used breathe, to it. <laughs> let you sleep without underwear with your butt. I'm up gonna in the go air. with Shannon's mom on this one for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shannon. So was Shannon's mom like a hippie <laughs> compared to your mom? No, she just liked her she... daughter's cooch to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I kind of agree okay, with all of that. Off, like, 
John, please. Well, let it let it breathe, you know. Let it breathe. I mean, sorry, business. I'll say business now. Daughter's yeah. business. <laughs> we have daughter's no. business. I'll say cooch. That's no, it's, they're I, called naughty parts. Dirty, dirty. I grew parts. up always dressing for bed because we had earthquakes, and one time we had an earthquake, okay. and the neighbor ran out really fast, and he was naked. Wait, no, you, no, no. You saw that, or that's the story. No, it happened. And you you saw, saw it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story. It was the story you were told. Well, but I was there, but no, I didn't look at it. I didn't see it. My mom told me. Oh, you think she was lying? No. Well, uh, I, no, it, just, it sounds like a scare tactic. If yes, she's the one telling you to you. wear underwear to go to bed, yes. she's like, you better wear a, wear jeans and a T-shirt <laughs> and a winter coat when you go to sleep because if we have an earthquake, one time the neighbor ran out, he was <laughs> naked, he got frostbite on his parts. Yeah, and spiders are falling out of his butthole. Yeah, because he, he didn't wear underwear to yes. bed. A scare tactic. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Do you Don't remember you th- your neighbors from childhood? Yeah. Yes. They're still there. Mr. and Mrs. G. No, they're dead. Oh. Um, I yeah. feel like that's like first impressions of a lot of, like, I always remember certain, like, I think as a kid, too, because there was always a guy across the street from me that would wear, like, really super tight jean shorts, but he mm. just had this huge bolts. Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh, and his I name was David Coverdale. Kid, I probably <laughs> stared at it way longer than I should have. And he uh. wanted you to. That's the thing. When people would used to dress like that back in the day, like, all right, we, go, we all get fashion. it. I mean, you can't help it if you have an unusually large penis. Yeah. I suffer from that. Well, it's if not never, a... <laughs> and if you've never, like, seen a penis, you're just like, what's in well, there? Well, you technically didn't when, see it. I've you saw the shape of it. penis. When is it? What is and it? Are you saw a tube stock rolled up. I don't know. That's it. It that might not said. have been real. Yeah. He spent a lot of time out front watering his grass. I learned yeah, jeans and tight jeans. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I learned about the fact I didn't know that women stuff their bras until I saw Animal House the first time. Which you were like ten when you saw that movie, probably. So no, I, oh. no, I was old, a little bit older. Oh. But my uh, yeah, I, I mean, you oh, watch like, things as younger. I, I was, yeah. I was more. I probably wasn't a teen back before. But they I didn't. Made I didn't. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, because really then I was like, why? tissue yeah but it didn't i didn't and i was like what's the point because i mean even in that movie they kind of like it's like it's kind of becomes pointless well but. i used to take scotch tape and put it all the way across to push to make my boobs make cleavage <laughs> <laughs> it hurt coming how, off what uh <laughs> how old were you when you did this i was 17. Nine. vegas 17 i was in vegas for was days. <laughs> last week <laughs> <laughs> um, you were 17 I in Vegas? I was trying to meet Donnie Wahlberg. Oh. Did it work? Where were you going to meet Donnie? Uh, the Bellagio Hotel on Sunset where they were staying. Oh. We would stand outside and wait for them to come. There was a Bellagio Hotel on Sunset? There was. Oh, yeah, yeah, back in the but day. See, that's the difference between us and you. You grew up in a city where you could that stuff would happen more more often. I would, have my, I would have taped my 17-year-old tits <laughs> together tape to parts. meet Donnie Wahlberg, too. I don't know what I was thinking. If where I did actually... you learn it? Does that is that a homemade um, concept? Did you do that on your own? As far as I know, but I don't know. I don't remember. I think I made it up. Who knows? Somebody's probably done it before me. I made it up. I'm that's sure like, I'm not the first. That's kind of like when I thought I made up the word radical when I was in third grade. <laughs> I was like, I think I made this up. I don't know. I've never heard anyone else say it. No, I, nobody else used scotch tape for their boobs. They used the old tissue method, which doesn't create enough. Right. Well, they, if you yeah, touch right? that, you immediately push it know. together. To I, don't, the... I don't know what I was going to do if Donnie Wahlberg wanted to touch my boobs. He's like, take that, ta- ta- take that tape off, baby. Well, first off, he'd go to, how old was he at the time? Was he was he under 18? You know, he's probably 30 at the time. Yeah, well, then we all know what Donnie Wahlberg would have to do if he had touched your boobs. He'd have to turn himself in, okay? Yeah. Oh. Illegal activities. Yeah. I guess that's why he never touched him. That's the only reason. Wait, mm-hmm. did you see him? Oh, you did? 
Mm-hmm. We didn't finish the thing. So you go with your Guys, new boobs. I don't want to brag, but I've met every single one of the new kids on the block. Whoa. Well, you just did for starters. <laughs> wow. One like, of them. One of them is one of them named Joy McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. He comes. He's friends. He's with, your mailman. No, he's friends <laughs> with Nate. He oh comes yeah. Over to the for Patriot games and stuff like that every once in a while. But okay. I don't. But I'm. I don't know. I, it was not my thing. Dude, I, I didn't know. Everybody's always talking about who's on top. Nice guy. Wow, that was good. But don't cross our path, or you're gonna get stomped. He's a nice guy, but he is definitely from Boston when he talks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know the mayor's name in Boston is uh, Marty. Uh, what the hell's his last name? Is this McFly. A, it's the perfect Boston La- name. No, it might as well be. It might as well be Marty Laquadera. Like his name is like not Marty Sullivan, but it's something that's like I'm from Boston and I'm, I'm Mayor Marty McCheese. I can't remember. His, Marty McCheese. I can't remember what his last name. Who cares? Perfect. All right, so you party with new kids on the block. That's your claim to fame at this point. With Scotch your, tape, with boobies, your new breasts. hanging oh, I out. Party with them. I just they would walk by and we'd be standing outside and they'd say hi. Did they look? And is this, is this what you're saying home. when you say you met them? Hold on, you drove all that way with your new taped breasts. Just did they, to did wave they to look people? at the cleavage? Okay, can I ask you a question? When you were taping we up your breasts in the mirror, right? When you were taping up your breasts in the mirror, what was the delusion that was going on in your head of how this was going to end that night? That Donnie Wahlberg would probably want to take my virginity. Yeah, and you would be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fine with that too. I like. <laughs> he, was, he was a hot one. Did your mom give you a speech before you left? No. Beware uh, of the Donnie Wahlbergs of the world. Jennifer. Come to the beach. Let me draw you a picture of what might happen. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg's penis is this big. <laughs> mom, why did, where'd you get all this sand in the garage? <laughs> she had no idea. Yeah, no, you don't share that with your mom. I was just curious. I'm going to get my virginity taken by a new kid on the block. Goodbye. I didn't know if this was like. When did they move in? <laughs> I'm just worried. She's, oh, she's it's a band mom. It's boy singer. I want to talk to your son. What? So this wasn't a relationship between your mom, like Carrie, the movie Carrie, right? You guys were <laughs> no. Oh God. Just want to make sure. And then they dump pig's blood on Jen at the end. The original. But was your family like hyper religious, or was just they just had like it was just some of the stuff that she they was just sprint, saying? They like, did sprints okay. for Jesus. They were hyper religious. <laughs> <laughs> we can't stop praying. We cannot stop. <laughs> guys, settle down. No. Stand up, Neil. Stand push up, Neil. Jesus. Stand up, push Neil. Push up for Jesus. Sit up for Stand Jesus. Stand up, Neil. Sit up Stand for up, Jesus. Neil. Then they would be very. They'd be in shape. I could tell you that. If right. If they were doing that abs all the for time. Jesus, abs that's, for Christ. It's not like drinking for J Dog, right? That's dude, that's yeah. That has a good effect though too. <laughs> Different. You just one one ab ab for Jesus. Were you a church goer? Did you get communion and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So you got uh, you, you, you. I was never allowed to do the bread. Never did that. Oh, you weren't allowed. You didn't have your first. Communion? I didn't. I never got. I quit. I got out. Oh. I was young as a seven, man. My parents were tired. I was like, I, yeah. didn't want, I kicked and screamed every week. I'm like, I don't want to go to whatever. It was called CCD or yeah, something like CCD. that. Yeah, CCD. It's like, I don't, I that can't after do this. school, right? Yeah, uh, on Tuesdays. Yeah. Or some of them would do them like, your parents go to church, the kids go. That's Sunday school. Yeah, I would go to Is Sunday that the same school. same thing? Or CCD? It's, it's, CCD was after school. It's the same thing. It's just one was Catholic, one was uh, not. Yeah, CCD was Catholic. Sunday school right? is not Catholic. Yeah, yeah Sunday school is the... still like Protestants and oh, Lutherans okay. and all those guys would have Sunday okay. school. Sunday so school is like the babysitting thing. We would go. Church. Yeah, we'd learn about Jesus in the Bible and well, the well, Ark. All the then, animals then, went in this boat. But, but then we'd have to go to church. So I was like, we'd go there early and then go to church. So I was like, okay. really, That's really a annoying. lot of Jesus. It's a lot of time to donuts? wait around for cake. Yeah, we got cake and shit at the end, but then like they wouldn't let the kids go first. So you got the you were like Milton from Office yeah. Space. Well, you know, you're like an extra on a film set. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And then All that's I, left here is chips and middle fingers. What do we... <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, when I was in eighth grade, 
My, I was like, I don't want to go to church anymore. My mom goes, all right, just get confirmed, and then it'll be up to you. You can make the decision. And I was like, fine. I'm making it right now. So mom. I got confirmed, and she was like, okay, now what do you want to do? I go, I never want to go to church again. <laughs> so I never went again except for when I had cancer. They sent me all these thank you, like, not thank you cards. Thanks for getting cancer. Uh, <laughs> get, get well cards and, like, you know, really nice. Thanks this. for proving that living in sin causes you cancer. <laughs> You're now an example at church. <laughs> But but they were really nice about it, and they were you know. So I I went one day to to stand up and say thank you guys for everything, and then I never went back again. <laughs> so that was anyway. John said story. Oh, it's not supposed to be sad about church. It's not supposed to be sad. I'm trying to think if I've ever had to. I so guess you my, got to you got the you. What I'm saying is, so you got the bread. I didn't get the bread. We did crackers. Well, whatever you know, bread crackers, whatever. Not whatever, bro. Was it the body of Christ. Yeah, we did, we ate his nipples. <laughs> Uh, you, do you guys know that granola is just hard hippie nipples, right? Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> Didn't know that. I'm just spreading fake news. Oh. I don't eat granola. Alternative facts. I was a kid, facts. my dad ate grape nuts. Do you remember that cereal? Yes. Yeah. It, it's like eating gravel with milk. It is eating gravel with it's milk. So I was super drunk at my friend's house when we were in high school, and all he had was grape nuts. I poured this huge bowl of grape It's like three in the morning. I poured this huge bowl of grape nuts. His brother is just looking at me it's, like... You think you're going to eat all those grape nuts? I go, oh, dude, I love cereal. I could eat any cereal. He goes, okay. I pour milk all over it. I literally have. Never ends. It's like quick drying cement. I'm I'm like, I'm trying to get it down. I'm like. It's like taking a handful of popcorn kernels. Dude, uncooked yeah, popcorn dude, kernels. I and might as well have just, just fucking hit my teeth with a uh, ball peen hammer. I was like, my God. It's terrible. terrible. Like eating Jen's mom's uh, sex sand. Whoa. Okay, what? this got no, real. What? Whoa. No, hey. Go back to radio, Brian. <laughs> Brian, Go back this to is radio. podcasting does not just allow you oh. to say whatever you want. <laughs> now the show's crossed the line. I get it. This is it. Not when spiders were if, growing up or hoo ha. If was, you guys until, have oh, a problem, Jen's mom something. I didn't even hear what you said. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. When That's I hear great. eat Jen's mom's, and then I'm yeah, like, I, I don't want this to end. No, no. We no. don't need to continue. I want to hang in this moment forever. I don't want it to end. Please let this be something we can love. <laughs> for a long time. I'm struggling. You what are? was the worst? Are you hung over from anyway? Vegas. She's are still you? cleansing from. Vegas. Oh wait, you never. Yeah, well, that's right. Sorry, we never finished that. Did you? Did you party at all in Vegas? Sunday and Monday, I did. What time were the shows at? Are they late shows? Or are they earlier because Two of shows, the gambling? Eight thirty and ten thirty. So that part's the same. All right. What were you doing? A half hour each one. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cake then, huh? Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. It was fun. But yeah, my boyfriend came Saturday night late at like 1 a.m. So then Sunday night and yesterday. We he got in at 1 a.m.? See, I could never do that. I'm, I'm done. I'm tapped out by 9 p.m. If, if I'm not out, it's not happening. Uh, but he's a night he's a night guy anyway, right? I was struggling to wait. Yeah, I don't. I, don't. I was struggling to stay awake for him. Well, because I figured your show, you're done. If the show's at 1030, you're done by 1130, right? So now you just got to stand around or whatever. Yeah. No, go out and party. Go yeah. dancing. Go win some money. Did you guys like go you dancing? Did. We went down yeah, to Fremont no Street. It's fun down there. I like that. Did you zip line? No. Yeah, I wouldn't But do on the way either. back, we stopped at Gold Strike. It's so much more fun going to like the really shitty little <laughs> yeah, downtown. casinos. Yeah. Rather than the big ones. Binions. Dude, I was in a... Binions, yes. I was in Binions in 99 when the big Joshua Tree earthquake hit. Ooh. And it was packed in there. We were at the bottom. And the, we were in the casino. I was at the roulette table. And the whole casino just started... Like rocking, like you're on a boat. Yeah. It wasn't like a hard, like a wave. It was like a wave. Yeah, and everything was going, and everybody was like freaking out. And we had this, uh, we had the our roulette, our croupier, or what do they call the guy? Roulette, roulette guy. dealer guy. Roulette dealer. He was a uh, his name was Doc, and he had one wandering eye. Sure, he did. 
and he it started waving like this, and he was he was just he was ready to bail and leave. Well, like says, follow Doc's good eye. Hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars of chips on the table because the lights were going on and off. Oh, and you're and like, he was oh, bailing. I'm getting this. And the whole table's like looking around, like, is he really gonna? Because he was looking a way to get away from the table. And then the pit boss comes over. He's like, "You're not leaving, Doc." And Doc's like, "Oh, and he had to but stay." But my there. eye. <laughs> It was so funny. He wanted to bail as soon as it started rocking. Everybody was just like staring at all these chips. Yeah, they got they got to have some sort of and, protocol in place. Like you go down with your table, and the pit boss is like, no, no, you die here, pit boss. You, you die, die for these here. plastic chips, uh, pit boss. It was funny. It's kind of like the Titanic, but not really the same kinda, story. Much right? sadder. It's the, it's the exact same thing as exactly. We, we they actually built that as a mini Titanic. I think it was in the news. Yeah, it was a mini Titanic. <laughs> it was Titanic not too. since the Titanic has this sort of mini Titanic esque thing happened. The only other question I have: Would did any man run out naked? And your mom? Everybody told ran you? out. Everybody naked. ran out. <laughs> no one's wearing underwear. They all got monsters in their pee holes. <laughs> we all had bugs in our pee holes, and we ran out naked. Except for you, you had a bandaid. Except for Jen's dancing by a slot machine, like woo. And the winner is... And that's Vegas, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Oh, yeah. It'll be a while before I go back there. I was going to say, yeah, you don't need to go back for a long time. But what time. if somebody booked you for next week? You wouldn't go? I would go. Oh, okay, <laughs> try to make sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> she'll do anything for the stage time. <laughs> she doesn't care where it's go, at. Like, for just recreational purposes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay, never. Well, fair enough. <laughs> what if I was like, my bachelor party's there? Yes. You'd go. Next week. Yeah. I, but I was like, it's going to be a sober bachelor party. For a week. For a week. Oh, yeah. No. We're going two weeks. Two weeks. We're going to a two-week sober bachelor party in Vegas, guys. Who wants to come? If you, have to, you have to commit to every single day. What did you do all that time in the Snowden cabin? Um, we... Did you really drink vodka? Oh, yeah. Oh, like a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I drank a lot of vodka. Congrats. The guy, when I pulled into town, she's talking about McLeod, right? When we were up there for over the... Yeah. Over, <clears throat> I pulled into town and had and started, it just started to snow. And I stopped at the liquor store. It was like 9.30. It was like the last store open in town. You've been to that town, right? I've been to that Yeah, and now imagine it. When I've it been to that store. Yeah. So I pull in. I get, I'm get. i like, I'll just have a little uh, that, uh, thing of vodka and I'll get a couple of cl- club soda. The guy's like, well... For like a dollar more, you can get this bottle of vodka, and it was like considerably bigger. Like it was <laughs> just rid- a dollar more. It was ridiculously bigger. Yeah, for like a dollar fifty more or something like that. For like eight fifty more. Pop off. It's like fifteen more, fifteen dollars <laughs> more. But uh, no, it wasn't pop off. It was cut It was, off. It was uh, uh, Vox. Vox. Yeah, <laughs> McLeod vodka. <laughs> Dude, I would drink McLeod vodka because that water is awesome. So if they make it with that water, but then there is Tahoe vodka, which is the best vodka I've ever drank. Actually, if you can ever get your hands on that, it's called Tahoe Blue. But anyway, so I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess I, I was only going to be there for three days, and I'm like, why do I need this giant bottle of vodka? And then I get I buy the giant bottle of vodka, get to the house. And literally, like, power starts going out and everything. We just ended up drinking that bottle of vodka. Like, had to go get another one. All day, every day? Oof. Yeah, just for everything. Came in very handy. So that guy deserves some sort of award, the guy who upsold me. I haven't had vodka since uh, I was 18, <clears throat> when, uh, when I drank enough that I could only see parts of life. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you know the tunnel vision that comes in right before the dangerous blackout. Oh which yeah, could Vod- also be the end of your life. Vodka is the first liquor I ever did that with, and, and I did it with gin and Everclear. <laughs> so you wanted to make sure that Southern you, Comfort. Well, you were just trying to find your tolerance whiskey. for each alcohol, right? Oh yeah, it's low. So you, <laughs> <laughs> I found it. It's real low. <laughs> Some days I could drink beer all day. Other days, four beers gets me drunk. Some days I could have you know vodka sodas all day. Some days, two of them. 
I'm going night night. I never drink vodka. I like vodka sodas. They're good. Yeah, it sounds refreshing. It is. No. Yeah. Oh, I like it. No. Pendleton whiskey. Anybody? Hams is the only refreshing thing you could ever have. Hams is refreshing. It's beer refreshing. One uh, of the bars I worked at when I lived in New York, they used to take all the Grey Goose and all the most expensive bottles of vodka and pour the, the cheap shit into them. Well, there's so they put the rail inside the, and no one knew. I was always nervous when somebody would order like Grey Goose on the rocks. I'm like, oh, this person's gonna notice. right. There's always one person right that they're they they mm-hmm. they're the I mean, connoisseur. If you drink vodka, if you I would think you would notice. Or if you've yeah. already had a couple at another bar, who cares? And you're just like, this is what I like, and I can afford it, so this is what I drink. And then you just because yeah, my true. that's my theory. When I go to a bar, if I order a mixed drink, I'm usually like, yeah, well is fine, and you know, because I feel like it's going to be well anyway. <laughs> like, oh really? I didn't why, know if that was very common. Why pay more? I mean, it's really bad. To I guess not at all bars, but like for the most part. But if I saw that Tahoe vodka, I would know. If I ordered that Tahoe blue vodka and you served me something else, I would know. Because that stuff is like, you could drink it on ice and it would taste like barely any vodka. It's like water. It's so good. <laughs> so, so guys, by the way, this is uh, um, a liquor ad. It's a liquor ad. Yeah, well. Um, it, it, Tahoe blue. Before, before we wrap up, because obviously a new precedent has been set in 2017 which is that if uh, if you want something done you got to create executive orders so does anybody have any executive orders before we wrap the show up today anybody just life executive orders you like to throw out there Eddie I got any executive um, orders can we get some snacks is that an executive order I brought some I brought some healthy snacks okay that's these are not that's a question <laughs> those, are, those are requests that, that's a statement an executive question <laughs> so far we're failing in our executive orders um, oh Jen's just polite and doesn't want to um, boss people around I <sighs> We'll bring snacks next. Week. I, I would Again, like. Again, these are that's not an executive <laughs> order. Order. Uh, Jen's whole thing is snacks. You're not snacks. making any demands. <laughs> Jen, did you make any New Year's resolutions? More snacks. Will snacks Everyone be made must available bring at snacks. New Year's? I'm happy to bring oranges. Will no, we milk just be made asked, available to us? Excuse me, Dick. Uh, Rich, <laughs> will milk be made available? I'll go get it. Grab some wood there, bub. <laughs> these are not executive orders. No, these are lines from the Breakfast Club. I don't have any hold on, hold on one sec. Eddie, can you explain to them what an executive order yeah, give is? Give me an example. I'm not smart. I, my here's my executive order. Okay, here we go. Bye, I would like I would like to ban people from playing uh, mini portable speakers out loud while they hike. That's a good. That's an executive that, order because I don't want to hear their crappy music. That is a while I'm trying to hike. I think that is not an unreasonable that's request. Not an you know what I mean? Request. We have we are in the age of wireless headphones. Okay, we are in an age when <clears throat> there is no need. For me to have to hear your tunes. Now, exactly. I'm not good, bad, doesn't matter. If you're listening to Motorhead and I'm trying to listen to Pink Floyd, it's going to be annoying. Yeah. Or if, if I'm just a mashup. But or yeah. if I'm just hiking up Runyon Canyon and I would like some peace and quiet, I don't need to. Why, let me, can I ask you a question? Because I think that they're taking a page out of the, um, the uh, um, uh, transistor radio playbook from back in the 70s and yeah. 80s. But, but well, that's when you said, have no choice. Yeah, yeah. To hold that huge boombox up and walk around. Or just a small one that they would tie to the but bike But then they or invented the Walkman with the little earphones. With the headphones. So why is this person doing it? I don't are, they, are they a little bit... There's a lot of people that do that. What well, a lot they, of type of person. You go up there and they have these little portable speakers and they just turn them on full blast and throw them in their backpacks and then they hike. Well, I've also seen... But it, they've got to be crazy, right? But I've, no, I've seen no. it with groups of kids. It's groups usually, of kids. Like it's, teenagers. And they'll like someone will be dancing the whole time and you're just like... Uh-oh. I either so have to pay their taxes. So I either have mad. to walk super slow so they get really far ahead of me, or I gotta walk really fast to get past them. Or or hear me out, walk with them and dance. 
third option. That will probably stop them from doing it. If I started walking with groups of teenagers yeah. and like dancing and taking my shirt off and being like, yeah, cool yeah. tunes, I'm gonna hang out this whole. What time. What are you guys doing? You listen to some tunes? All right, you guys want to burn a J? Hey, hey, all right. Burn a J. Where, don't forget to wear your underwear when you go to sleep because the spiders will cry in your pee hole. I got a roach oh, you know with a feather on it. Got guys. any sand? You should hand out your business cards. Come first. Hey, how you doing, John so, Huck, comedian? So that was an exe- that, that was an executive order, everyone. That's a good executive. That's a good order. executive order. Good I would, executive I, and order. I would not challenge that executive order. I would not challenge it. I, I think it's worthy of an executive order. Uh, we can we can finish on just ads. No, too. I think I got, got one. Got, I, okay, I, what's your executive I, I, order? I feel really strongly about this. I think, and I for some reason I'm seeing it more and more. People not understanding this. The far left lane on a freeway, or any road for that matter, is for passing. It's for it's a fast lane. It's a fast lane. It's called the, the fast, fast lane. lane. Yeah. Don't if there is somebody, if there's nobody in, if you're in that lane and there's nobody in front of you and there are people behind you, get over, get over. My executive order would be if I see someone doing that and they're not getting over, they get pulled over, their license gets taken away, and they're either killed and we place like their head on a stick on the side of the road so people know not to do it anymore. <laughs> Or <laughs> place it by the fast lane That's sign. Dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It might be, but I feel like this is the kind of thing that it might be. So one, it's debatable. This whether, happens to one on a stick. Is this is happens dramatic. to one person? Guess what? Not going to happen again. That's a good point. Yeah, because you will be arrested. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily know if I'm a. Ba- I agree with the first part of your executive okay, order. Okay. No, not, not head on a stick, but like take, take their license. Take their license for a year if they're doing it. Okay. That's more than I think a drunk driver would have their stuff removed for. A drunk driver wouldn't roll roll around in the fast lane. A drunk driver would be over in the slow lane, hugging the curb, going, "Oh God, please don't pull me over. Please don't pull me over." <laughs> All right, think. that's a fair, decent. Jen, you have any executive orders now that you know what they are? No. Snacks. Jen doesn't want to. Do you have any more people. questions? Snack related. I do think Snack one related? day we should do the um, podcast from outside in your furniture. Oh, we've done there. we've done it in there. It's no, no, um, no, 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 no. She said outside, outside. like literally oh. outside. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> we can do it outside. You'll the birds will chirp, and you know, it'll okay. sound pleasant. Okay. First day of spring, know. we should do it out there. First day of spring. Have your dogs on as guests. Yes. Uh, what are you saying, dogs? Oh, you hate John. Anything else? Oh, you still hate John. Okay, anything else? Uh, oh, you don't like John. Your okay. hatred for me has even grown more it's, somehow. It's been ten years, and you still hate John. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Gary, um, Gary, the Gary, the black dog. The only thing he can tell you is that in a time of crisis, if you are ever concerned, just check your penis, and everything will be okay. Always lick if you're your ever pe- worried, check you're your gonna, penis. If, you, if you're ever worried, you don't lick have to lick it. Penis. Just check it. Make sure it's still there. You like breathing right into that mic, huh? You're oh. just like. <laughs> I'm like, why there. am I hearing <laughs> breathing constantly? I forgot it was sitting right under my nose. God, <laughs> uh, Eddie's taking a nap. Sorry, um, guys. Thanks for listening. But uh, if you like, we're trying to. Get more interactive with you guys, trying to grow some listeners. So if you if there's like topics about Hollywood or anything you want to talk about, uh, or would rather we talk about, or people you want to hear from, we'll do some call-ins. We'll have some stuff going on. Eddie we'll and Jen. This show is about to evolve. Yeah, it's about to evolve. Eddie and Jen are going to be with us all the time. I think. Well, no, not all the time. Not all the time. We don't. Really, I can't guarantee they're going to show up. We don't really like it. <laughs> don't, don't 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 guys don't I, overcommit guys, people. Guys, I have nothing going on. So Eddie will be Eddie here will be all here the fifteen time. minutes early. Every I'm not leaving here until the next one. <laughs> okay, now it's just nine, nine days in Vegas next week. No, it just started sounding sad. They <laughs> both are like, no, we're pretty much. I'm going to sleep on this couch until the you next. You guys are one. cool. We just move in. We can do the podcast twenty four hours a day, dude. <laughs> You guys want to hear a live stream of us just talking for 24 hours a day? It will be like the real world. We could video. Dude, let's start our own real oh world my called God. Brian's Basement. Brian's Maybe basement. we should Facebook Live. No. 
Real world. Brian's basement. Oh, then we have to like shower. And... No, that together. No, that's part of that's the sexy, not real. That's part of the sexy show. Like, let's stop being you, nice guys. Let's start being real. Me and no, you combing each other's what, back what, hair. The real world from MTV. Yeah. Here's what happens when people stop being polite start and being start real. getting real. Polite. Someone get the phone. <laughs> Remember that it was always that chick what? yelling on season one. Someone get the phone. <laughs> when people stop being polite, someone get the phone and start being real. Yeah, that is real. Answer the fucking phone. That's super real. Speaking of that, Brian's phone rang like three times during this. Podcast. Always. Yeah. Phone always rings. Brian talks about radio. And you didn't cough at all. By the way, speaking of you staying on my couch, what is the rule if someone actually said they need a place to stay? Are well, you allowed to ask him for how that for everyone, before you open? Because it's an awkward thing. If they bring it up in front of you, you kind of know they're looking for a place to stay, right? So you can either blow them off and you're a jerk or let them stay, say nothing, and then they stay a long time. Or do you say, you can hang out with me for like a couple days if you want. Like, what's the. How long? If you first say, how long do you need a place to stay? <laughs> Do you hear them say? I'm more concerned about Ed right now. No, but I'm like, I'm like, if you if you hear them say that, like, I need a place. Oh, to stay. I thought you're talking to me. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. No, I have a house. So you're in it. Yeah, but I'm saying this it's, is a, it's a split level. I can stay. In I'm talking area. if some you aren't. Weren't you just asking like, what's the? Yeah, what's the rules? Yeah, so I'm, you actually have them. You know what they are. Okay. Well, this is what I would do if someone was like, yeah, I need a place to stay. How long do you need a place to stay? And then if they told me if it was an acceptable amount of time, I go, well, I can give you a week. You can stay at my place for a week, but you got to be gone in a week. Okay, and if they agree to that, then they stay for a week. And, and what if they stay over their stay? They go, you got to go, man. You said a week. You Are go. you would? I would. It depends I, on who it is, but yeah. I hate that kind of conflict. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Unless they came to them. me and go, dude, can I get three more days, and then I'll be out. And I'll go, okay, yeah. Like, come to me and say something, and that's different than just not saying anything, and then just that's eighth indefinite day. Indefinite In that eighth day, getting in the shower, and me just being at the What's bathroom up, door, and you get out like, hey, John, you got some more milk when you go to the store? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, dude, kind of noticed you and Nicole were hanging out in the living room a lot. Could you uh, maybe share yeah. some of that space with me? Dude, like, do you not like grape nuts? What's the deal? <laughs> dude, get more grape nuts. I'm trying to drywall a fucking thing in here. See, but that's just my fear. See, Jen, you don't really have to experience this because you're from here, but that's always my fear of like people that come and visit somewhere. Because you know when you come out here, it's like that, that the first part's a vacation, then all of a sudden it gets sad because you can't get a job and you can't get your shit straight. Yeah. And that's the fear of like letting somebody move Well, now, you're too, now we're too old for that. We've crossed that. My friends can't come out like, I want to move to L.A., and they can't come out and stay with me like if that. If they do, that's kind of sad no, at this I, point, I, right? I, I wouldn't, like, they, they, if they want to do that, they're on their own. You know what I mean? Just like I was. It's not like... Are they? What if they got divorced? They have nothing. They've lost everything. You would just not talk to those people? That's different. That's different. But they're the ones that would stay forever. But also, that's not... A th- if, I'm talking of someone going, I want to make it now. I'm going to move to L.A. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about that mentality. Like, yeah, but would you be a big enough to be like, dude, you're your 40s. Let's be honest here. You're no, I would it. say that's great, but you can't stay with me while you figure out your life. Like, you know what I mean? That's too much. You have to be... You're on your own. You're a grown... You have to do that on your own. That's the only time when being poor is good. Like when I lived in New York, I just had like a tiny room. I didn't even have a couch. Yeah, so you like, can't, sorry, can't stay here. I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, you didn't. What What, what did you have in there? I, mean, I had a bed, but oh, I, mean, I didn't okay. have a big enough place where it was a Murphy bed. You no, know, like a studio. Oh, <laughs> those aren't even studios, man. I've been to some of those apartments. They're calling. They're like so tiny. Here's it's amazing your cubicle. What people lived in like the. I mean, I guess if you're not ever there, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, there's a TV. There's a bed. Yourself, there's a sink. And, yeah. yeah, I could be in a small room all the time. I don't care. I would drive me nuts. I'm going right. to prison. All right, so let, so uh, let the evolution begin. Yeah, not the revolution. That's a different one. But this is this an evolution. evolution will be podcasted. And oh, that's a good way to end. We didn't end it there. Yep. Yeah. Well, we kept going. Yeah. Right. Great show, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe 